everyone. This is Robert Ring with the Classic Gaming Podcast that was alone in the chaos with our intro music. Today's date is July 2nd, 2014. Uh, with me are my amazing co-hosts, Jay Totoro, also known just as Jay. Hi. And Blake Corey, also known as uh, Psychoholicus, but you probably know him as the red shirt guy. <laughs> Hi. There he is. That was him right there. <laughs> Enthusiasm. <laughs> so, Blake. Yeah, it's me. Uh, tell us about what you've been up to. Uh, I don't know. Not much. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, tell us about – okay. Tell us about the event that you went to. How about that? Oh, you mean the the, the dinner with my family? Uh, I don't no. think that's for the podcast. No, no, that's no. Just, I was say, it's not that is not safe for work. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that one. No, I went to uh, SGDQ Summer Games Done Quick. It was uh, the speed running event here. It actually happens in Denver every year. Oh, okay. I actually so, didn't know that. I didn't yeah. know. I didn't know it until last year either, which is why I ended up going last year. So uh, it was a speed running event. If you don't know what it is, they raise money. Uh, this particular event, the Summer Games Done Quick, raises money for uh, Doctors Without Borders. Uh and there's another event that, held by the same group of people called Awesome Games Done Quick that happens in January, and they raise money for the Prevent, Counsel- Prevent Cancer Foundation. Is that one in Europe, the other one? Doctors Without Borders? No, the other one, the Awesome Games Done Quick. Isn't that one in Europe, or no? No, no, no. That one's okay. here in America. I think that one's in – I think it's around D.C. I never wow. remember. Wow. Okay. Yeah. This is America, Jay. America. live in America. I don't know, just a lot of people in the, in the things look European to me. Fair enough. I, you I are guess. A they have some European people fly over sometimes. <laughs> okay. Um, Shut up, Robert. So tell us, so, so what happened? What happened at the thing? Well, they speed ran a lot of games. They went as fast as they could in a lot of games. Uh, some newer ones, but a lot of older ones as well. Uh, for example, there was a big Mega Man block. Um, they did Mega Man 2, 3, Five and six, maybe something like that. Uh, and then there was a Mega Man, a bunch of races as well. They did a Mega Man X race where a couple uh, different people tried to beat the game as fast as possible. No prize for winning or anything, just uh, good fun competition. Yeah, did, well, that too. Did um, any anything any any particular highlights that stand out? Oh man, there were there were quite a few. Uh, for the Mega Man block, Mega Man Three was freaking amazing uh the runner for it was a guy named checkers and i wasn't there to see this one live which really upset me but i watched it from home and the guy absolutely killed it he nailed it he had great commentary and he had a fantastic time his performance on the run was really stellar nice do you you feel like they should be more selective on some of the games they pick or do you think um, they should leave it as is I mean, they go through a huge selection process as it is already, so... That's true. It's like a week long, isn't it? Uh, Or a month, even, sometimes. It seems like... um, Aside from that, like, for non-retro games, there was a couple of really cool ones. Like, uh, I loved the Super Meat Boy run by Matty Ice. That was a really good one, because he played through the entire game with a controller glitch. Uh, the drivers for the controller he was using were not installed properly. Oh, so it wasn't like a like a <laughs> speedrun glitch. No, no, okay. not like that. No, this was uh, this was an outside thing that was actually uh, 
hindering his performance okay. on the run. There was <laughs> oh, a couple I didn't know stages. that, actually. Yeah. Funny. He was upset about it, but he didn't make a big deal out of it. And then they fixed it. And what the, the thing is, there were a couple stages he wasn't able to complete because of that glitch at first. So he went back and he, like, did them in one or two tries that, the next time around. Uh, and then to top it all off, there was a donation incentive that got met on the first day. Uh, the donation incentive was for him to do one of the worlds blindfolded. Wow. Really? Yeah. So they took a shirt and they threw it over his head. He couldn't see out of it. And he beat the entirety of the first world with a shirt over his head, unable I, to see the game. That the doing a whole world is pretty impressive, but like at the same time I can kinda I can see that because a lot of that is like a lot of that game is is like just remembering exactly when to hit jump and all that, you know? It's the first world isn't too bad about it until there was one or two problem stages that weren't that bad, and then the last level was pretty crazy. There were a lot of very precise jumps you needed to make for that. That's pretty awesome. And he pulled it off. It didn't take him, I think it was like, I'm pretty sure it was sub-20 minutes yeah. for, uh, to finish up the whole world. Well, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Uh, I saw a guy try to do, this was a few months ago, some guy was trying to do a, they announced it on, somewhere on Reddit, some uh, Reddit, some subreddit, that he was going to do a blind uh, Mario 64 run. Oh my god. And so like, everybody, everybody's like, everybody was like, oh, this would be pretty cool, like, you know, expecting him to like, just kind of like, go through it moderately fast, but no, the, the blind, <laughs> the blind Mario 64 run was him sitting there and his friend telling him, okay, step forward now. Really? Okay, all right, all right, now. Oh my god. Now that press to the left. Terrible. Now press to the left. Go. Okay, okay, stop, 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 stop. Okay, now go forward. Oh, no, 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 turn a little bit. That sounds absolutely terrible. It was terrible. Yeah. Like, I basically had it going in the background, and you know, in the first level, the big, uh, like, I forget what he's called, the big, like, ball thing that's hooked up to the chain that, like, tries to get oh, you. Oh, the, uh, chain jump? Chain jump. Yeah. yeah. He was, like, level. he was, like, caught in a corner behind that thing for like 30 minutes <laughs> no shit oh god <laughs> so that wasn't, that wasn't the worst thing too, ever too exciting um but so my so the most important question is did you uh wear a classic gaming podcast t-shirt and hat and belly bag uh belly i didn't bag. know if those were things what the fuck is a belly bag a belly bag. Uh, people nowadays tend to call them fanny packs. Oh that my is... god, that is an even worse name for it. Like fanny pack is a terrible name. Yeah, for no, something. I'm telling you, that's that's why I. Holy that's the first shit. time I've actually ever even said that because I hate the term so bad. You are crazy <laughs> white, dude. I uh, actually did wear a classic gaming shirt. My the red shirt that I wrote my name <laughs> from. It's uh, I set up Robert. It's an Earthbound base <laughs> shirt, actually. Oh yeah. Yeah. Did you write classicgamingpodcast.com? No. Okay. Because I'm not a bitch. No. Well, no. We can work on that. We need to work on the marketing. <laughs> um, oh my god. Okay. Anything else about that, or is that pretty much covered? It sounds like it was a pretty fun event. It was really fun. Um, I'm trying to think of like some of the retro stuff specifically. Uh, the Super Mario 64 race or run? Excuse me, it wasn't race. Uh, Siglemic. Everybody knows Siglemic if you are on yeah, Twitch ever. Yeah. Uh, he all he was on world record pace, but then there was a glitch that forced him to reset the console. Oh, sucks. Yeah. Sure, he was happy. Oh, yeah, very happy about that, I'm sure. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds good. <laughs> good. It's like one of those things you're like, I hope this happens. Oh, please happen while I'm running. Yeah. 
<laughs> there was another one. I think my favorite run that I was there to catch, uh, just because it was hilarious, thanks to Dacid Row, was Cosmo's ZZT run. It's this old <laughs> computer game. It's an old ASCII computer game, and it's like a six or seven minute speed run. <laughs> and no one knows what the hell it is. No one knew what to expect from this. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, if you've ever seen old ASCII games, you know what I'm talking about when I yeah. say you don't understand shit. You have to use your imagination to <laughs> its fullest extent to make believe that this little ASCII world has dragons and tigers in it. And bears? And maybe bears. I don't know if there were bears in this game, though. So Zombie Cosmo's bears. up there. He's talking about his run, and he's like, oh, God, the dragon got me. He's The dragon is out of position. i got to fix this somehow real quick. And all that we saw was like a red block. Everybody's like, okay, so that's a dragon. <laughs> right, sure. That's totally a dragon. If you say so, I'll, <laughs> I'll go with you on that. And Dacid Bro was basically the voice of the people and was like, what am I, what am I watching right now? Are you screwing with me? There, I don't see a castle anywhere. What castle are you talking about? <laughs> you're, you're in MS Paint right now, aren't you? The castle was the capital M. <laughs> it, it was a lot of fun. So, we talked last time that there was probably about to be a steam sale, and there was in fact a steam sale. Hey, go figure. And it destroyed me even a little bit worse than usual. <laughs> it was Father's Day recently. And I was like, you know what? For Father's Day this year, I'm just going to buy whatever the fuck I feel like buying on Steam. <laughs> <laughs> so and like, that's when your bank account was <laughs> emptied. Robert, yeah. you overdrafted. So, um, I, a $100,000. Yeah. So first of all, on GOG, I bought the ones that we talked about last time. And then in addition to those, I got Deadly Premonition, uh, Sang Freud, nice. and Arcanum. And then. Oh, I have that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Have you played it yet? I haven't played it yet, no. I heard it was really good. I've and had it for like a year now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. That's how much. Oh, uh, man. I, uh, I figured out that I have like 400 games right now on my Jesus, Steam and man. GOG accounts combined. Uh, <laughs> but on Steam, I got Banished, Call of Juarez, Gunslinger, Broken Age, Castle Crashers, Castle Crashers Dungeon Castle Defenders, <laughs> Far Dungeon Cry. Def- you got Dungeon Defenders? Nice. Yeah, I got Dungeon Defenders, yeah. Because you sometimes. guys had it. Far Cry 1, 2, 3, and Blood Dragon. Oh, nice. The, the Stanley Parable, Super House of Dead Ninjas, Siberia oh, 2, Terraria, The Wolf Among Us, and Among then today, good. and then today I got bored, uh, I came home, I, I, I live really close to work, and I came home for lunch, and I was sitting at my computer bored, and so I bought Shovel Knight. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, that was a, that was a fun couple weeks. Oh god, I bought uh Payday 2. Oh really? I've got that. Yeah. I've heard a lot of good things about it and someone gifted me the soundtrack for the game, but I can't actually redeem that gift unless I own the game. So I was like, <laughs> hey, I guess I'll buy it. It's supposed to be fun too, whatever. Uh I bought Dynasty Warriors 8. Oh my god, that. I'll play that with you if it's the multiplayer. <laughs> it's, I will play that with you. Online multiplayer. Okay, then I hate you. I it's only got local. You'll have to come here, sorry. Where do you live again? <laughs> Colorado. Texas? Okay. <laughs> Colorado is like the opposite of where you live, Jay, so just keep Yeah. Uh, so then I also <laughs> got Aqua Kitty Milk Mine Defender, which is like a shmup, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I looked at it a long time ago, and I saw it was on sale without re-looking at it. And I was like, all right, yeah, I, I want to buy that. I'm pretty sure it's a shmup. Uh, Let Battle us know. Block Theater. 
Okay. Which is supposed to be really good. I've seen some gameplay of it, and at first I wasn't impressed, and then I saw a little more, and it actually looks like it could be really fun, especially multiplayer. Uh, Bro Force was a gift. Oh, to me. nice. I thought about buying it, but it was like ten bucks, and then I brought it up to someone else, and they were like, "Oh yeah, I bought a four pack. Here you go." Sweet. So I was like, "Hell yeah!" Uh, Double Dragon Neon, which is uh, going to be. I've watched a couple people play that game, and it looks friggin' awesome. It's a double dragon beat 'em up style say, game, but how, how could it go south? <clears throat> well, yeah, and then it's got like you can customize your characters. It's got like RPG elements. Oh shit! Really Is cool. it newer? Uh, it came out on consoles. <clears throat> I want to say. Oh well, my god! Right. Are we gonna cut that out? <laughs> Hell no! <laughs> Dear God, I can drunky smell McStumble. that. I know. Fucking <laughs> drunky McStumbles over here. Oh my god. Um anyway. Uh then I got One Way Heroics was gifted to me, which is supposed to be like a kind of cool hard RPG. Uh and then I bought Summoner. Because that was a cool PS2 RPG and I don't oh, care. Oh really? I didn't what like people hate it. Much. I liked it. Whatever. It wasn't great. It wasn't it was yeah, fun no, it, it wasn't bad. I didn't like but like for me Yeah. Long games, like they have to be pretty good for me to stick Yeah. With them. Yeah. Um, and then I got uh, Tiny Barbarian DX, which has multiple uh, – it's doing, like, episodic content, and buying the game right now buys you all of the episodes. So I was like, yeah, all right. Which one's that? Fun. Tiny Barbarian DX. It's like an action platformer. Okay. And okay. I think that's all I got. Uh, my favorite part of Summoner is I cast it on the darkness. <laughs> oh, my God. The bonus content. <laughs> that's how I found out about that bit. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. That Dr. Demento bit. I think it was a Dr. Demento bit. I have no idea. Originally. All I know is that part from the little... <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel cool right now, all these Steam sale conversation. Yeah. Uh, did you get by anything on GOG at least? No, I have four games in total on Steam and three on GOG. So, I didn't get don't you mean... GOG, either. Gog, don't you want to be our sponsor? Jay, you bought how many games? 6,000. I bought every <laughs> single Gog game they have available. I actually have more than three Gog. I have quite a bit of Gog games, but I only buy games like if I'm going to play them right then and there. Mm, yeah. yeah that's... I don't have a fucking massive library. Yeah, that's probably the better way to do it. Dude, my friend has 60% of the games available in Steam. 60%. <laughs> what? Yeah. I can show you his library. I, I don't believe it. Uh, no, okay, so he, he, he lives in Arizona. He is uh, an insurance salesman. He works from home. He makes like 80 grand a year, and all he does is play Steam games all day. All day, every day. And he has like, I, I can ask him exactly how many he has, but every time there's a Steam sale, he pretty much buys every single game that comes out. It's freaking nuts. The guy is, he's, he creeps me out too, but. I, I don't know if I believe 60%. I, I, would you like to put a wager on this? We, I will, I will confirm with him, and I'll get back to you next time we do a podcast. Would you like to put a wager on this, Robert? No, I just no, I don't want to put a wager on it. Why are you scared, bro? Yeah, I, yeah, I do. I do want to put a wager. I bet you he has more than seventy now that the Gog sale's over. Dude, you know there's like fifty thousand games on Steam yeah. or something like that. Oh yeah. Would you okay? Would you like to put a wager on it? Yeah. Okay. What do you want to bet on it? I don't know. How about Blake has to wear a red shirt next time? I, what the fuck? <laughs> How am I getting suckered into this? What is this business? <laughs> deal. It's a deal. All right. Shit. All right. It's a deal. Blake, you have to wear red shirts. Damn it. I will find exactly the amount of Steam games Spoiler, that he has. I okay. already am. Sounds good. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> uh, Alright, news. We got some. Oh, yeah? 
News, we got some. Qbert Reloaded. It's happening. What? Oh, Qbert? Yeah. Yeah, the remake. I heard a little bit about that. It's basically it it's basically Qbert, and you can do original graphics or, like, 3D graphics, but it's either way it's Qbert. Huh. Interesting. It's coming out on pretty much everything, it sounds like. Uh, initially, it's going to be out on, like, uh, Linux, Mac, Windows, and then eventually other stuff as well, including iOS. Um, it's also going to be on uh, the Nook. What the hell? Really? Yeah. That's kind of cool, I guess. The yeah. Tom Nook? I guess. Huh? <laughs> Dude, right? Fucking Animal Crossing? <laughs> I've never played Animal Crossing. Really? I love Animal Crossing. I, have not, I, I spent haven't either. countless hours playing that game. Have you played the new one? No. Me either. It's, uh, not, it's not that good now that the internet is a thing. All right. Um, Jay. You're a big uh, EA fan. Oh, God. Right? You love their... I love EA. I love everything that they do. Love what they did with Dungeon Keeper. I'm, like, the biggest fan of what they did to Dungeon Keeper. Um, The UK Advertising Standards Authority Board has has, has banned an ad for Dungeon Keeper. Oh, God. Nice. Because they say it's not... uh, It's not as... Basically, they they say... Misleading? Yeah, they basically say it's misleading because you can't reasonably pay it, uh, play it for free, and it's advertised yep. as free to play. So maybe we should put a little bit of a backstory on this. So we talked about this a couple sure. episodes ago. I'll just like briefly talk about it. Yeah. So EA relaunched Dungeon Keepers, and it was fucking terrible. They completely ruined the game. But in addition to that, they said it was free, even though you had to pay money. Otherwise, you had to wait like. Days and days at a time. And then what was, oh, the other thing is, if you did not give it five stars, they would delete your vote on the application. So they would only show five star ratings. Yeah, um, God. like literally it would take days to perform an action that would yeah. take a couple, that's supposed to take a couple seconds. In the real game. In if the you real played game. actual Dungeon Keepers. Like so to beat a level in real Dungeon Keepers, it takes like maybe an hour if you're slow. And on that app, it took like three or four days if you didn't want to spend money. So stupid. Yeah, and then it gets progressively longer than that, right? So like, yep. it, like some of the like it would take months, literally, yep. to beat like the second level. And I, I don't mind like those app games that like you play progressively over time, and it does. But like with that, you literally log on and do two things, yeah, and then log off, and it's not Dungeon Keeper. So that's the other thing. Like it is not Dungeon Keeper. So, so, that's it. so there you go. So that that was uh fucking EA putting down the hammer, right? <sighs> Seriously. Um, Blake. Yo. What's the best dinosaur-based fighting game that you know of? Oh, Primal Instinct. Wait, that's not. That's not the name. It's Primal Rage. You twat. Primal Rage. Primal Rage. That's the only one I can think of. So uh, let's go with that. And uh, Galloping Ghost Arcade in Brookfield, Illinois, has one of two existing what Primal Rage two cabinets. Holy crap! How much are they selling it for? They're they're not selling it. They bought oh, okay. it. Okay. <laughs> I wonder how much they bought. Did they say how much they bought it for? No, they bought it from. I, I it didn't seem like it was too extravagant because they bought it from like one like the guy who created the game. Oh shit! He, he yeah. like has one, and they bought this the other one from him, and those are apparently the only two. Obviously, the game never came out. Uh, but they they had this was like a, a basically like a pretty strong beta version of it. And so they have Primal Rage 2. So if you want to pr- play Primal Rage 2, go visit Galloping Ghost Arcade in Brookfield, Illinois. Uh, I'll also put in the show notes, I'll put up a link to their... They have a video of the machine and a guy, that's like, nice. showing off the machine. Somebody yeah, uh, somebody posted something really cool on Reddit that was, like, how to build your own arcade. 
Mm-hmm. And like they showed you like the exact measurements and like how, how to get like labels so you could like make like an arcade machine. Uh-huh. But then like you use like a, a small hard drive and you can put like fifty thousand games on it. So yeah. you can like use the old analog sticks and it was really really cool. Like, it could be something really cool if you had like a like a man cave or something at your house. And it was like under a thousand dollars too, which is really cool. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, it runs like probably eight hundred to a thousand something like that. Yeah. yeah. And crazy. It's cool. Yeah. Because uh, with the MAME emulator, you can uh, emulate, like... Yeah. The only problem is the controls. That's good. the only thing that yeah. people are saying. But, yeah. It's really cool. It can be a little weird. What's wrong with the controls? Uh, you certain mean, like, games require certain control. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So you, you can only use one type of control for like so many games. Like with the bowling ball right, games. Right. Uh, yeah. Oh That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Golden T. Golden yeah. Tea, dude. What, what yep. the hell was up with Golden Tea? Like, I never... Dude, that was so popular at my every workplace I've ever been that has one. It was, like, the most popular machine. I never understood so crazy. at all. Yeah. Um, well, let's move on to games. Okay. Jay, I want you to go first this time. Oh, what the hell? We got a specific order we got to go in. That's fine. <laughs> I really don't care. All right, okay, so do you want me to go or you do you want to talk first? Uh, I want you to go. Yeah, I'm going to go. So yeah. this week I played... Go then. I'm gone. I like how... Uh, are you lagging? Are you just being... <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just messing. I'm just being a dick. Um, I played Leg- uh, Dragon Ball Z Legacy of Goku 2 for... <laughs> Why are you laughing? Don't you laugh? <laughs> Sounds hilarious. For Game Boy Advance? Dude, it's a, have you played it before? No, you've never oh. played it. Okay, are either of you guys a fan of Dragon Ball Z? That's my first yeah. question. Uh, I watched it for about two months when I was in college. Okay, and so it was that, like uh, the... Uh, we talked about this before. It was the... The pink, the big pink one is... Oh, boo. Yeah. It oh, was yeah, like yeah. I remember that. a hundred episodes in a row of them killing him and him coming back to life every single yeah. time. Yeah. I said, are you a fan of Dragon Ball Z? And you just talk shit about it. That's that's exactly <laughs> how that conversation just went right there. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, um, it's a, it's an action RPG. is really fun. You get to play as a variety... You get, pretty much get to play as all the main characters in the actual game. Um, what's, what's kind of cool about it, like, as far as the story goes, obviously there's no unique story to it if you've watched the anime. It pretty much follows the series somewhat verbatim. The, the dialogue's a little bit more gimmicky than the actual live anime, which is really surprising. Wait, what? Yeah, that, <laughs> it gets more gimmicky? Is that a thing? <laughs> no, but, um, so it pretty much follows it along the way. So you get to go from the very beginning, like, the, the original. So there was a first one, obviously, since this is the second one, and the second one finished at the end of the Frieza saga. So it pretty much leads from there all the way to, I believe, the beginning of the Boo Saga. So you pretty much just get to play along the entire storyline, which is kind of cool, especially if you haven't watched the anime in a long time. It kind of refreshes certain things and a little bit nostalgic and um, kind of fun in that regard. The storyline, obviously, is Dragon Ball Z, so it's not the coolest thing ever nowadays. Um, overall, gameplay is pretty frustrating at times. Basically, you, you can uh, punch and kick. And you can use your, um, like, powers. And each character has unique powers and everything. And you have, like, an MP bar and different things like that. But the unique abilities that each character has makes it kind of fun because it makes certain battles more fun and, or, like, more difficult or easier if you, like, swap um, to certain characters. So you can, like, swap between all the main characters. And they all have uh, different abilities that specifically help out in certain areas of it. Um, there's a little bit of, like, the actual humor is... Kind of there, because, like, Blake, you remember in Dragon Ball, like, some of the really inappropriate humor? Yeah. So they do some of that, which is kind of funny. Robert, in Dragon Ball, there it was, it was, I would say it's more adult than Dragon Ball Z in regards to the humor. Oh, it was yeah, like, definitely. Very, yeah, it's like oh, more, really? yeah, it's very dirty and just, like, because, like, Master Roshi, like, the old creepy guy, he 
says like kind of inappropriate things and they, they bring that up a lot in the game. And it's, and it's pretty fun. Um, the one thing I will say that I don't like about the game is it is very frustrating. There is some pretty interesting, I don't want to say bugs during fighting, but basically like sometimes you'll walk up to a mob and you'll just beat the living shit out of it and it will never phase you and you'll just get to like take it down without an issue. But then other times it'll do the same thing to you and there's like nothing you can do. It'll just like hit you until you die <laughs> and you can't run. <clears throat> and so, so it's kind of oddly balanced maybe. Sometimes, yeah, like, there's certain mobs where it's like, okay, like, I can hit him, he can hit me, it's, like, totally cool, and, and whatever, but then there's other times when it's like, okay, this guy just shit-kicked me, and I was at full health, and he's not even that strong, like, so it's kind of annoying um, to deal with that, but um, overall, like, I enjoyed it, the music is, is pretty good, It's it has a lot of the same music from the show, which, I don't, I don't even remember this, Blake, but some of the music in the actual show was good, it kind of hypes you up a little bit. Oh, yeah, the music was pretty yeah. good in Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, the only problem was it's on Game Boy, so it's like the yeah, sound quality's not the best. Sound quality, yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, it was really cool. I'm trying to think if there's anything. It is the best if you buy that big fucking thing that has huge speakers that fold out. Did you? Did you ever use that? Yes, I had one of those, and it had like was it actually good? <laughs> giant magnifying glass on the screen. Oh, I had the giant magnifying <laughs> glass with the light on it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that thing was freaking retarded. It was nice because speakers too. I, I had the light, but that was before they had the um Game Boys that had backlit screens or whatever yeah that yeah. thing was that thing was brutal anyways what was that was the magnifier just to make the screen bigger yeah god <laughs> where, where the hell did we come from i don't know it's a good question <laughs> um i obviously didn't play it on game boy though i played it on my phone and my computer and i uh, i got very far into it probably like three four three fourths of the way into it and then i accidentally saved over my file and uh oh, no. <laughs> yeah <laughs> And You're I like, saved well, right as saved right as I died, and I'm like, all right, well, done with this game. <laughs> you didn't have multiple saves. No, I wasn't. I wasn't thinking about That's it. I was such like, oh, I'll amateur just amateur mistake. Well, because I was like cruising through the game and just giving it a quick bruising, and I was like, <laughs> okay, and then I save, and I'm like, all right, how about that? I'm like, oh, well, that's uh, it happened this morning actually. I was like playing. I'm like, all right, well, that's uh, that's two weeks of worth or two weeks of work down the drain. So I was like, all right, well. <clears throat> yeah, pretty fun. I probably wouldn't recommend it unless you're a big fan of Dragon Ball Z, just because the storyline will bore the living shit out of you. Um, gameplay is it's pretty fun. It's the one thing is it's kind of cool because this game came out like early 2000s, back when like the le- level kind of grindy MMOs weren't out yet. So Wait, this game, sorry, this was OG Game Boy. No, this oh, okay. actual day. Let me. I what? thought okay, that's what I was. No, 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 no. This is GBA, GBA, okay. GBA. Okay. I, was yeah, I think it was like early 2000. 2000s. Sounds pretty late for Game Boy. Okay, I, I got gotcha. you. No, but um, it was, the one thing I really like about it is your each character can get to level 50, so you can kind of pick um, you can pick which characters you want to level progressively and like max them out first. And um, it is fun to level in that game, and like you do get quite a bit stronger, and you obviously get new abilities. So it makes it. I've I'm always a big grindy type leveling type person. I really like MMOs and stuff. So like that. Caught my interest. If that does anything for you, then you know, this is the game for you. Or is it? Or is it? Is it really? <clears throat> yeah, but um, I I don't know. Like I said, if you if you don't like Dragon Ball Z, definitely wouldn't recommend it. But yeah. What if you don't like Dragon Ball Z and you don't like RPGs? Then you probably listen to the wrong podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I hate JRPGs. No, I should listen to Shut this up. podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a good point, actually. 
Okay. Our description should be if you like if you don't like Final Fantasy Tactics and you love Metal Gear Solid, listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what? That doesn't make sense. Oh my god, Robert, get out of my house. Okay. I'm hanging up now. Um I'll go second. Was that is that all you got? That's all I got. Okay. Closing Chala. Hey, See? I don't know. Blake knows what's up. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's up because I have no idea what's going on right now. Don't worry, I just had a stroke. Just oh, okay. All right, that makes Colorado, sense. dude. Um, <laughs> so my first classic gaming thing, actually, I'm doing something a little bit different this time for my first one. I have a, I have a few that I can talk about. Um, I read a book on classic. That's a very that's classic gaming related. Uh, have you guys heard of Masters of Doom? I've heard of the name. Yeah, I know the name. What's it about? It's, it's about uh, John Carmack and John Romero. Oh yeah. Uh, like creating Doom and like not not just Doom, like but all those games like ID and uh, like all those kind of like breakthrough games that they created back in the day that were that sort of like like I said were sort of like ba- basically breakthrough games like just for video games in general. So they uh, talks a lot about them making uh, like uh, Wolfenstein 3D. And Doom and Quake and kind of like like breaking through a lot of like 3D barriers with just like just as far as like game engine technology really back then, uh, but 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 also design. And uh, Commander Keen, I think was the first like real. One, I mean, like they made like they kind of played around and made stuff, but Commander Keen was kind of like the first notable game that they made. And uh, th- that and it was I, I didn't know this. Commander Keen was the first computer game that like, was uh, side-scrolling, where, like, the screen would actually scroll as you progressed, as opposed to, like, just having one wow. screen, or, like, moving, like, jumping completely from one screen to the next, and that was, like, a big technical feat back then. Seriously, that, that sounds like they fucking, so what, so they, what are the games they make? You said they made Doom? Uh, Doom, uh, and, Id? and, well, Id was their company. It was the okay. company. Yeah. Oh, okay. Doom, um, Quake. Well, uh, Quake came, uh, John Romero was not involved in Quake. And that's kind of part of the well, story. It was done by it, though. Well, right. And it was after, right, right. It was after John Romero left. And that's kind of part of the story is like how they like became like friends, made these awesome games, and then sort of like became enemies and broke up and like had their own companies. Yeah. And then sort of like how things started to kind of go bad for both of them. Then it's kind of like an interesting story where like they they had uh kind of like conflicting personalities, sort of, but they both like fit together really well to like. When you put them together, like both their ideas combined, like uh, like John Carmack Dark was really good combined. at making things technically, and John Romero was really good with design. But like, so they made like really great games, but they also like eventually sort of ha- like naturally had trouble, like had like sort of ego problems and trouble. Like, Fucking nerds, man! That's what they do and stuff. So they just grow. <laughs> yeah. So um, but but. The first game when they uh, when John Carmack figured out how to make a game like be a side scroller, the first uh, one they did it with, he remade uh, the first level of Mario, and they took it to Nintendo to try to like get a deal with a Nintendo, Nintendo, yeah, to, to get Mario on, uh, on on computers, but like Nintendo didn't want to do it, so that was when they made uh, Commander Keen instead. Interesting. Kind of like took their own thing with it. So it's a really interesting book. Uh, a lot of good like gaming history in it. Uh, the the writing style is a little bit awkward every now and then. Is it because, dry at parts? I don't well, know. it's no, it's not. I wouldn't call it dry, but like so. So David Kushner is the author. 
the way he put this book together was he just he hung out with uh, John Romero and John Carmack and other people for a few years and like just did interview after interview after interview with them. Okay. And so like he he got their thoughts on like what was going ha- what was going on at like this point in time and like them giving him all the history and stuff. So like having gotten the information that way, a lot of it will be kind of like factual, like this happened, that happened. And then you sort of like will jump into like one of their like mindsets and kind of like tell like what they were thinking at the time. And it kind of has this weird feel like it's, it's like that's a technique that's often used in fiction, but not really ever <laughs> in, in nonfiction very much. So it, so it comes off a little awkward at those points. Uh, but that's kind of getting nitpicky because like, really reading this for the information and the information is really good. The, the whole story about, about John Romero and John Carmack is, is, and, and, and everybody around them and all the stuff they did is really interesting. So, uh, so definitely if you're looking for something to read, I would, I, I it's, I would definitely recommend masters of doom. It came out in 2003. I love reading about companies like what they like. They're kind of their processes that like, I read a lot about Nintendo, like certain parts of it. And it's fascinating. Yeah. Like, see, like, some of the turmoils and issues that they had along the way, and just, I don't know, it's crazy. Yeah, when they first started programming, it was, like, them and a team of, like, uh, like two other, two or three yeah. other guys or something, and what they, they, none of them owned computers, so what they would do uh, was, uh, on the weekend, they would break into the place that they worked and steal their computers and take them home, <laughs> and then get, God. and then take them back into work, like, early. Beforehand. Before, oh before anybody That's got so back. crazy. Yeah. So it's pretty. It's a pretty fun book. Oh, I'm glad. Uh, yeah. So 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 give that a shot. Um, as for the games I played, I played two games that I didn't play for very long, but I feel like I played them long enough to get a good uh, feel for. I basically got all that I would out of them. So the <laughs> first, let's see. Do you want to go with uh, one game first or the other game first? I'm gonna go with the one you hated more first. I, okay, probably the one I hated more was Super Thunderblade. For Sega Genesis, this is a helicopter. It's basically a shoot 'em up. Well, it is a shoot 'em up, but it's like uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Space Harrier two and games like that. It's like a 3D. You're behind. Uh, it's you're. It's like your viewpoint is from behind the helicopter. It's not like top down or side scroller or anything oh, like okay. that. So you're behind the helicopter, and there's like tons of like shitload of like airplanes and shit coming at you. And shooting at you, and obviously you're just your goal is to shoot them down. And and it is one of those where like it's one hit death. Um, you get like seven lives, I think, and then you can continue, which is good. But the game is impossible. What the fuck? So, like it's not even fun? Challenging? And uh, I would not not to me it wasn't. So, wow. Like you're the you're a helicopter. And <laughs> flying, and you're a helicopter. Just the shocker. Phrase, you're a helicopter. <laughs> you're a helicopter, and I, I want to say this was a launch title for the Sega Genesis. I know I owned this. Wow. I, I this I actually did own this back in the day, but um, so you're a helicopter. You're flying through like the it just there's no backstory or anything. It just throws you into you're like flying through a city basically, and there's like. Dozens and after, like dozens upon dozens of jets coming at you and shooting missiles at you, and like there's just as many tanks on the ground like shooting missiles at you as well. So you're like, and they they come at you pretty quickly. So you're obviously wanting to shoot them down, but at the same time, uh, dodging their their shots. 
which are pretty big in radius, which makes them hard to dodge. But also there's buildings on each side of you. So you have really, really limited, like, like movement, like area that you can, the area that you can move at any given time is probably like 50% of the screen at most. And so you're stuck with a small, like, area to like, you're like very little wiggle room. Like at any given time, there might be like four, uh, jets coming at you and four tanks on the ground. And then of course the buildings on each side of you on top of that, the controls are really sluggish. I'm guessing this is probably, oh. probably because of, uh, since you're a helicopter, it wouldn't be really realistic if you could just kind of like zip around, but it does not help the game because like you push to the left and if you're moving to the right, then it sort of has to like slow down for a second and then like build up momentum going back the other way before you actually really start moving. And it's really hard to tell, like, in the three dimensions of the game, like, how close, uh, like, missiles are to you. Like, you don't know, like, if you really have time to kind of, like, move out of the way or if you just sort of have to stay where you are. It's it's just hard to gauge distance. So, it's, so I got, so, I got past the first level, and then the second level was, like, even worse. Because it's the same <laughs> stuff, except you're moving, like, five times as fast. So, it's even harder to dodge stuff. And then Wait, so the first level you move really slow, the second level you move really fast? Well, you you move about average speed on the first level, and then the second one you move quite a bit faster. The fuck? And, like, along with all the stuff coming at you like normal, there's more, like, obstacles that you have to avoid. There are, like, you're in the desert at first, and there's just, like, these pillars that you have to avoid, and then every once in a while there's these, like, arches that you have to go under, and if you don't go under them just right, then you crash into them and die. But then it switches to this landscape where it's, like, blue and light blue stripes. And, like, you go from the desert to these blue and light blue stripes and, like, stalactites hanging from the ceiling. But you're not in a cave. And it's not water because there are tanks sitting on top of the floor still. (laughs) It just makes no sense whatsoever. I'm so confused. But the funniest part about the game is... The boss, the boss battles are the easiest part of the game. What? <laughs> because it's just you versus one guy, and it's not all, and there's no more shit flying at you like, like buildings and stalactites and like mountains and, <laughs> and all that shit. It's like just you versus the bad guy. So all you have to do is like move around in a circle pattern, and he can never hit you. And you just hold down, like the whole game, you just hold down the shoot button. Because like, even if you're not like, pointing at a guy like you don't you have unlimited bullets but also you have missiles that'll fire like every two or three shots and they're and they seek out the enemies so like you just hold down so when you're fighting a boss you just hold down the button and move in a circle until he's dead so uh super thunder blade one cool thing about it is that when you type in your initials on the high score screen you can uh do little pandas instead of letters if you want to that's cool right is anybody still here? Nobody's still here. Sure. Yeah, that sounds, uh. <laughs> I thought you awesome. disappeared. I thought you disappeared for good. So. Blake, you ever played Super Thunderblade? I think so. You think you did? It sounds a little familiar, but. That, I bet you probably did because that when I, for, I was like flipping through my, the Sega classics thing. I was like, this, this one sounds kind of familiar. Let me see. And then when I started playing, I was like, oh yeah, I remember this. Yeah. So that was that. My other one, the last one that I want to talk about is, uh, Blake, this is probably going to be one of your favorites. You're a big Sonic fan, right? Totally. Blake, Blake the Hedgehog? 
like the hedgehog. We've seen your, we've seen your stuff. You can admit to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. What, Son- what did you play? I played Sonic Spinball. Oh, oh God, I played it. <laughs> you played it. Oh my God. Back in the day when. Yeah, all, back in the day. Uh, all main mascot kind of characters needed to have like a pinball game. Yeah. Yeah, was that weird? That it was, was weird. so strange. Like I. It was just taking a tried and true formula and throwing their own theme onto it, so it's not that surprising. <laughs> Fucking making money, dude. Gotta make the yeah. green. I played this back in the day as well. I don't remember if I liked it or not. I don't think I played it too much. Um, so Sonic Spinball is a pinball game. Sonic is the ball. Uh, <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> it's, 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 they, they, they do try to do some interesting things, like that conceptually are pretty cool. I have to hand them to it. I have, to, I have to hand it to them. Not hand it to them. I have to hand it to them, dude. <laughs> I have to hand it to them. For... Just hold your hand out with it. Yeah, in there you your go. Hand. <laughs> hold their hands. So, like, it's interesting. Uh, a couple things. There are parts where Sonic the Ball will, like, land in some weird place that isn't, like, really part of a pinball game. And at those points, like, you control Sonic. You can control him anytime he's not floating around as a ball. Um, and I couldn't tell if maybe I could sort of influence him if he was like to make him go a little bit more to the left or right. I couldn't tell if that was just, just my imagination or if that was going on too. But you start off and you're actually controlling Sonic and you like run over to the little uh, spring thing that like shoots him out. And right. so it's pinball and he's bouncing around. Uh, on at least the first couple uh, levels, there is like a platform in between the two uh, the flippers. To where he can, if he lands there and doesn't like go off to the side, you can actually control him and jump back up and get back in the game without dying. So like on the on the very first part that you start off in, if he lands there, like a um, like a robot dragon comes out of the water to try to get him, and you just have to jump real fast. And as long as you dodge the robot dragon, then you jump right back in and start flipping him again, and you're back into play, and you didn't lose a ball or anything. Um, so what they tried doing with this game, aside from that, was instead of just being a straight up pinball uh, like machine, like virtual pinball machine, basically. They, they tried to make it to where you like unlock, you can like unlock doors and stuff in certain parts of like the, the area you're in. And once you like open a certain door, you, if you flip him into it, then he goes up and he's like in a whole different part of the pinball machine with like a whole new section with its own flippers and all that stuff. Uh, which is kind of cool. Because it's like they realized they could do more than just stick to like the, the classic pinball pattern. And they did that. And, and it's kind of cool in theory. But what happens is, first of all, in order for them to do that, they have to keep the camera focused on Sonic the whole time. So like there are some points where you can't necessarily even see the flippers. And so if, if he's falling down really fast, it's really hard. It, well, I wouldn't say really hard. It's kind of hard to tell exactly where he's going to be landing and like when you need to hit the flipper button because you can't see where he is in relation to him. When you say flipper, I immediately think of a dolphin. I don't know why. <laughs> no, that's Echo. His name is Flipper. Flipper. Eco, dude. Eco His name's Eco. We're talking about Sega Genesis stuff. Yeah, we don't. Not, not <laughs> out of my house. Sorry. <laughs> and uh, I feel like there's one more thing. I don't probably really need to say much more. I mean, oh, oh, and you like, so, okay, one more thing. Like, since you're not just trying to get, like, I mean, you, there is a point system, but it's not just, like, let me see how many points I can get and, like, how long I can keep going for. They sort of lost a lot of the, like, bu- like there are not very many bumpers on any given part of the game. 
because you're trying more to like get to other levels and stuff like hit him in a certain place that's going to like hit a button to open a door and then hit him through that door so instead of it being sort of crazy like oh he's bouncing around i don't know if i'm gonna be able to like you know hit it when he comes back down just right instead of that it's more like okay i have to hit him in this one specific spot to get him to go like hit this button or, or through a door or whatever so you just keep trying to do the same thing over and over and over again and like there's this one kind of loop that i like got into all the time where like he literally would do a loop around the screen because the spot that i was trying to hit him was right next to this other spot that like shoots him through and like just makes him do a circle and i would literally do the circle like 10 times in a row with it, like, with him out, without him hitting anything or getting any points or anything, just because I wasn't hitting it exactly right to get him to go through this, like, tube that he had to go through. So, maybe some good concepts in theory, but they turn out to not really work out that well. Sonic Spinball, it's better than Super Thunder Blade. It's got that going for it, at least. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing is, I'm just not a really big pinball fan anyways. Yeah, likewise. Yeah. Honest. Except for, like, arcade stuff. Those are kind of fun. Uh, pinball games? Yeah, yeah, like, actual so, physical ones. Well, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Like, Oh, you're I, not a fan of those, even? Right, yeah. I don't, I don't really like pinball machines. Do you? They're, they're kind of fun. I don't know. I, I, I'm i done. I'm done with you, Robert. Blake, Can't. what's your opinion on pinball games? Yeah. Uh, They're fun. Uh, I don't know. Damn. Pinball video games, maybe not so much. The arcade stuff was kind of cool, aside from being... Money chuggers, uh, yeah. but there's the classic Windows pinball game too. Oh yeah. Oh, the one with the car. What was it called? Uh, uh no, was the it... one with the the space one. Yeah. It yeah. Was yeah. Like... Wasn't this? It, it wasn't like a hover car though, like in the actual picture of it or whatever. Uh, I don't know. I don't have okay. that good of a memory. <laughs> You're getting older, Robert. Yeah, I know I am. Um, that's about it for me. So, Jay. Hi. Hey, how are you? Uh. Sorry, I didn't mean to talk to you, Jay. Blake. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I've already talked today. Oh, my God. So, Blake. What's up? So yeah, I'm going to introduce what you're talking about because I want to, like, talk about why we're doing this for a second. Is that all right with Fine. you? Fine. Do you want to? Okay, so Blake played Shovel Knight, which is a new game that actually just came out a few days ago. What? Uh, bear with me here. Uh, Shovel Knight is uh, very heavily influenced by retro games. Uh, it takes, it, it's, it's designed like a retro, like, like a, it looks like a Nintendo game. It feels like a Nintendo game. Uh, there are other, <clears throat> excuse me, there are definitely a lot of other games that try to do sort of the same thing. And I don't want to get into the habit of us always, like, yeah, definitely covering, not. yeah, definitely not covering any game that, like, claims to be retro or that is retro or whatever. But Shovel Knight, I'm sort of, uh, giving a special pass because, they do a really good job of actually staying true to the retro feel and graphics. Like, a lot of games, I feel like, will say, like, they have retro graphics, and really they have, like, kind of blocky graphics that don't really look like Nintendo games used to. Like, uh, I can't really think of any good examples right now, but, Blake, do you, do you know what I'm talking about? Like, there are a lot of games... Well, that, like, yeah, there's a lot of games that they, they, like, pretend when they just make, like, an 8-pixel high piece of... Uh, character and they're like, oh look, it's so retro. Game Terraria is so like retro shit back then. Yeah, I like Terraria would be a good example of, of yeah something like that. Okay. Um. Well, I think I don't think Terraria is like that, but I well, think there's I like think because Ter- Terraria is not claiming to be retro. Yeah, I'm just giving it as an example. But yeah, so Blake, yeah, go on. 
you, you get. Well, it's like um, a lot of the older game, or well, a lot, a lot of the newer games that go for the retro art style, like they intentionally try to make their game look really bad, and that's like that's not how it worked back then. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of the times the gameplay doesn't fall, it doesn't follow suit. I find like maybe like they sort of stop with the retro style at the graphics, and then the rest of the game is like generally pretty modern. Yeah. Stuff. So Shovel Knight, uh, I feel does a very good job of, uh, being, of, of looking retro and playing retro and making its retro influences pretty clear, uh, and also at the same time managing to be a really good game. Uh, Interesting. Blake, I'll, I'll let you, I'll let you take it. Well, I actually just finished up my playthrough of it yesterday, my first playthrough, and there's a lot of challenge stuff in the game. It blends a lot of uh, older ideas with a lot of newer stuff. Uh, like, it has the, a bunch of in-depth ch- uh, achievements. Uh, they call them feats in their game. And the one I ended up playing through on my first playthrough ever, and I went for the no checkpoints achievement. Hmm. So nice. that was a lot of fun. Uh, and more than a little frustrating quite a few times. Uh, so I went through, I played it with that. Uh, what that means is like, let's start off talking about one of its big influences is old Mega Man games. Like, you even fight eight robot masters, except they're not robot masters, they're knights in this one. And, uh, like, at one point you even do a boss rush mode. No one is surprised about that, I don't think. Uh, but in like in a Mario game or a Mario game, a Mega Man game, you'd have checkpoints as you go through the stage. Uh, you'd reach a new point. Usually in a Mega Man game, there'd be two. You'd have your halfway checkpoint, and your boss checkpoint, and it's more or less similar in Shovel Knight. And what you can do is you can uh, the checkpoints are literal things that you go through. So kind of like a Sonic game where you uh, walk through the little balls on top of the poles, and the thing would spin around. You remember what I'm talking about? Nope. All right. <laughs> then okay, uh, but it's like a physical thing. The checkpoint is an actual thing. So okay, so like uh, say Super Mario World, where you go through the tape in the checkpoint, and the tape would make you big. Yep. Okay. I know Jay, what you're talking about for Super Nintendo. I mean, I Jesus know, Christ, Robert. I know what you mean by checkpoints, but I don't. I well, yeah, but I mean just like trying to explain like it's a visual, it's an actual physical thing in the world. It's a physical thing he's going through, Robert. He's going yeah. through an emotional time in his life. Emotional, physical time in my life. It's a change. He's going through puberty, Robert. <laughs> Anyway, man, if I'm going through puberty now and I've already got a better beard than you, like... Holy I can shit. imagine your voice, dude. Holy shit. <laughs> His beard is going to, like, turn into a beard of fire. <laughs> <It'd be> fucking <laughs> awesome. Fucking Ragnaros over here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, like, you can smack the checkpoints a few times and break them, and then at that point, if you die, you're oh, all the really? way back to the beginning of the stage. I didn't know you could do that. Shut up, Robert. <laughs> No, I'm, I've, I've played. Oh, I thought you were being a jet. Like he was like, if you die after a checkpoint, you go back to that. No, spot. No, oh, really? No, I was saying that about because he said you could break the checkpoints. I could break these checkpoints. Pretty awesome. So that's pretty cool. There's a lot of so there's a lot of the blending of like the new stuff because like you don't see anything like that in older games because it's kind of an achievement. It's a challenge based thing, and for older games like the challenge was just the game itself. They didn't throw in a lot of the extra challenges. We made our own challenges like a Mega Man Buster only run stuff like that. That's kind of cool. Uh, but in this game, they like they've integrated that kind of crazy stuff that we would like to do into the uh, achievement system. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, it's 
it has so many influences, it's hard to talk about them all, really. Another very, very big one is Zelda 2. Oh, really? Uh, if only because of the downstrike attack. Uh, Zelda 2, the one for Super- Regan Nintendo? Yeah, the original okay. Zelda 2. Okay, just making sure. Adventure one, Link, or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. The da- are you talking about, like, the jumping? Yeah, when you jump and you attack down. That one... Yeah. To me, seemed uh, it's I, literally the devs said it's. I don't care. It's it's inspired by Zelda Two. Devs have said it themselves. I don't. I'm 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 telling you. Your opinion is wrong, Robert Ray. Me, you should a, feel wrong. Wait, feel bad. It, it reminded me most of Ducktales. Oh and, my! And Goofy, Goofy's no, jump I'm attack. I'm talking about Ducktales. I'm being fucking serious. I love you, Robert. It was very. Reminiscent of DuckTales to me. It is, but it's not based on DuckTales. I don't care what it's based on. <laughs> because, especially because you can't even bounce off of the ground. It's only for attacking enemies. Checkmate, bitch! Damn, son. He just called you out. He called you Tell a bitch. what it reminded me of. I think you guys are going to have to have a fight, IRL. Good gracious. Which, the thing that's funny about that is that, like, a lot of the rest of the game actually feels like it has that DuckTales influence because of the Ooh. whole money aspect. <laughs> there is an extreme... Oh, so it is like DuckTales. Okay. The, the Pogo isn't, though, you sh- silly shanty shitter. <laughs> silly shit. You s- <laughs> oh, man. That's the best you thing I've ever You decadent dandy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that's that's a reference to the game. Right okay. Right wondering. Uh, it's still a legit yeah. thing to call somebody. <laughs> I like silly shit. <laughs> silly. Uh, but it does feel like it has that influence a little bit because you do go for for Ducktales specifically, just for the um, point based aspect. Because you're going around and you're collecting a bunch of money, you're collecting a bunch of jewels and stuff. Um, so it's got influences from that. It feels like uh, it's got um, there's a couple Castlevania things like there's wall chicken. You'll bust into a wall and find a giant chicken in there that restores yeah, your yeah. health. Um, God, I'm trying to think of some of the others. I, for me personally, Mega Man was the big one that kept coming up throughout the whole thing. That seems just because like of the main one. Yeah, for sure. Because it, you do go through these eight enemies, uh, you don't get upgrades specifically from them, but you do in each of their stages. There is an, a unique upgrade that you can get in that stage and only in that stage. Uh, the upgrades in that game are called relics. Um, there's kind of there's e tanks sort of. Uh, like it's a very very big influence on this game. Uh, I'm trying to think of some of the other ones. Robert, can you think of any? Um, well, I can think of one that I have heard people say, and that I 100% will say these. Whoever says this is an idiot. Um, I've heard. Ducktales. No. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch DuckTales now. And I don't give a fuck what the developer said, if he, if they have said this or not. Um, I, as far as I know, they haven't. Uh, I've heard several people say that it has Dark Souls influence, and it absolutely fucking does not in any How way. How would it have Dark Souls influence? Basically, the only support I've heard for that is there are that you have to go back and get your stuff if you get killed. Oh, so well, it's like yeah, Game of Thrones. Or a little bit, yeah. <laughs> It's supported by Game of Thrones. Not, so, don't man. don't agree with with anybody. Well, with the whole you leave some of your money behind thing when you die, it is it does feel like a little bit of a Dark Souls influence for no. sure. That, there's a lot of older games that do that too, though. I can't think of any right now, but I don't. I can't I, think. Of like that's I will. the only aspect of the game, though. Like, oh well. Robert's so mad right now, dude. 
Robert's Robert like the magic guy. He can just deal with it. He can go goofy himself. I don't care. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> you don't want to know. I would like to know. I want to know what I'm going to be doing. <laughs> it's something to do with the big nose. Tell me what you did, and then I will tell you if that was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of some of the other retro influences. It doesn't. It, there's not like a lot of Mario influence or anything like that. Um, I had one earlier. Oh, and then the Mega Man influences continue because like. Just, just a lot of the boss setups. I don't want to get into the spoilers too much, so never mind. I won't touch on that. Uh, the visually, the game has a very solid retro look. Uh, it's, it's like a slightly. I think it's a bit stronger than you'd see on the Nintendo, even in the uh, late Nintendo titles. Uh, things like Little Samson, which really pushed the system to its limits. Uh, it's uh, a touch above that. It's probably closer to uh, Super Nintendo in that regard. The mm-hmm. audio is spot like spot on chiptunes, eight bit kind of a sound though. Yes, and that's it's cool. very very good music. Um, actually, I recommend going to their to the artist's uh, Bandcamp. Do you remember what it is, Robert? It's like uh, yeah, I don't remember what it was, but if you just search for Shovel Knight soundtrack, okay, it's it's vert.bandcamp.com. V i r t bandcamp.com that's the guy that made the music for the game uh you can get the music you can pay for it or it's a pay what you want thing so you can that's give cool. the guy zero dollars and get the music for free Go if steal you want it. if you're an yeah. ass if, I'm an if ass. you don't have to support great music you know um <laughs> it's a really solid soundtrack it sounds fantastic uh another and, thing oh, oh sorry i thought you were done oh uh-huh. i was gonna say another thing that really like was spot on to me was like the menu system and like anything like that, where if like where you're typing in your name or like using the menu, like it, it, it completely looked original NES. Yeah, like uh, from the start menu. Yeah. Go into the start, like uh, just even that the men- main menu screen. It's a very old kind of. Uh, actually, now that I think about it, it reminds me of Mega Man X specifically. Okay. Uh, because of the whole black background and then the title at the top and everything, and you even have like a specialized cursor selector, just like in the Mega Man X games. Um, and then there is, uh, like when you go into selecting your save file, it's just the whole, entirely black screen with white numbers and stuff. Very yeah, yeah. kind of a menu. Um, the gameplay is really, really fun. Like I said, there's a, you're, you're able to unlock all these other relics that let you do different things in each stage. Um, so early on, you find one that makes you invincible for a little bit. You can find one that lets you throw fireballs. Uh, and it really gives you a lot of gameplay variety. I personally tried to play through as much of the game as possible without using a lot of the relics, just to kind of get a feel for it, because there is an achievement for playing through it without using them. So I wanted to know what I was in store for, if I ever did do that. Cool. But even when you are using them, like... You can feel they change up your gameplay a lot. They give you a lot of different options in each stage. Um, without them, what you do, you're a shovel knight. You literally walk around with a shovel, and you smack things with a shovel, and hit them with your shovel. You're able to dig up some stuff like gems every once in a while. You'll see a pile of gems that you can dig up with your shovel. Uh, it's melee-based. You don't throw your shovel around or anything like that. Um, the gameplay is actually very... Uh, Zelda 2 because uh, it, it like lifts some of the enemy ideas straight out of Zelda 2. 
you'll walk up to this these knights. There's actually a di- series of different knights, just like there were in Zelda 2, uh, and even Zelda 1, the uh, Dark Nuts and Iron Nuts and all those guys, I think. Is what Iron Nuts? Yeah, dude. I didn't... Cop- it's like Copper well, Nuts. Did the Iron Nuts only show up in the later Zeldas, or were they, they in the original ones? I don't know what the Iron Nuts are, the specific mob type you're talking about. I actually don't know what you're talking about. Uh, you've played the first Zelda, right? Yeah. Um, it's the knights that are walking around that you have to hit from the side or back. Oh, the ones, those guys were bitches. The statues? Yeah. walk into you? Yeah. Oh, I hate those things. Yeah. I don't, um, I vaguely the, remember. No, they weren't the statues. Iron Nuts, whatever they were called. I can't remember their specific yeah. names now. But in Zelda 2, they have the same enemy type. Uh, there's knights that walk around, and they have a shield that they can raise or lower. Uh, because in Zelda 2, you have a high attack and a low attack. Uh, but in Shovel Knight, instead of having a high and low attack, you have a grounded attack, and you have your downward strike attack as well. And do so what they'll do is they'll lift their shield above their head if you try and downstrike them. You'll bounce off the shield, land next to them, and then smack them in the face. Um, so, it's a, again, it's a very Zelda 2 <sighs> enemy type and uh, kind of gameplay where you have to, like... Bait the enemy into blocking a specific way, etc. Um, what else is there to say about the game? I don't know. Like, it has a story, but the story is not overly important. You're a shovel knight. You're trying to save the world because your girlfriend got, uh, like, she disappeared because of a magic curse. And... You're trying to save the world because this crazy lady now is using her magic powers uh, to bring together a group of knights that are uh, upsetting everybody. They've stolen, like, uh, the king's castle. Uh, they're hoarding up all the gold and all this stuff, and that's pretty much the story. There's a bunch yep. of bad knights, and you have to go stop them. You're coming out of retirement, sort of. <laughs> uh, the gameplay is really solid, very fun. Uh, the bosses are not so good. The platforming is very, very fun uh, and very challenging in a few points. But the bosses are probably the game's biggest weakness and the thing that I need to touch on the most. I was very disappointed in almost every single boss fight in the game. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, The music for a few of them is really cool. There's a boss battle you get into later on against the Tinker Knight that's really cool, I think. It wasn't necessarily very hard, though. Uh... Then you fight the Black Knight uh, a few times, and he's pretty cool. But I like he's how not very hard either. I like how the like so I I just beat him, and that's like as far as I like for the first time. That's as far as I've yeah. gotten. And I love how he like you beat him, and then he like gets up he and just, like scoops zoop! off me, like zips away real fast. He zips out, yeah. <laughs> I got a good laugh that's out of that. Yeah. Um, the last time you end up fighting him, I thought it was really coolly a uh, design for a fight. But it wasn't very challenging either. I, I actually brought this up earlier. You have these, uh, you basically have E-tanks in the game. But I only had to use that once in a boss fight, I think. E-tanks? What's that? Um, like you could, uh, it's a Mega Man thing. You refill your health. Oh, okay. Um, it, it, and I only had to use it once and it was in one of the earlier boss fights before I'd really gotten the mechanics of the game down very well. Okay. And, the only thing, like, I don't want to spoil, I don't want to say too much, but I will say this. Uh, like, later in the game, it seems like their idea of making the bosses more difficult is to add in, like, instant death stuff to the boss. Oh, uh, really? 
And that was really, really disappointing to me. I wanted something more challenging than just, oh, you went into a pit, now you're dead. Sorry. <laughs> I thought that it was a really silly, cheap way of increasing the difficulty, which you can argue that, yes, it is Nintendo hard to a degree, but like I can't think of many old Nintendo bosses that did that either, where it was just like, oh, yeah, by the way, I've added spikes to the room. Watch out. There was yeah. no warning for this. So overall, the bosses were definitely the most disappointing part of the game to me, which I was looking forward to fighting them so much because they're these unique ideas. Like you fight the King Knight is one of the bosses you fight. It's like how cool of a stupid idea is (laughs) that for a boss? That's a pretty cool stupid idea. And then he's basically like, oh, I attacked you. I left myself very vulnerable because you jumped over my attack. Uh, and that's the other thing, uh, to kind of return to the downward strike attack that we talked about earlier as well. It's really overpowered, unfortunately. <laughs> like, it is excessively useful on every single fight in the game. You do have to aim it just right. Not, it's not that hard, really. Like, you get above the enemy, most of them stand still for a pretty long time, and you bounce off of the enemy's head two, three times if you need, and then you land, and you repeat. Um, overall, I really do recommend the game, though. It has a lot of great ideas. I haven't played through on New Game Plus yet. I'd like to at some point. I don't know when I'll get around to it, though. Uh, but the new game of... Uh, just for the new game alone, I think it was pretty fun. I think I had uh, six or seven hours of playtime before I finished it. Okay. That's 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 pretty good. That's yeah. a, I, I like... That's, that's a pretty good length... Uh, for like that's that's a length that I like games to be it's, like. It is fifteen dollars right now. So if you're if you're like the you want a dollar per hour of gameplay kind of person, then you're not going to get that on a pure new game playthrough. But there's a lot of extra stuff you can do. There's the new game plus. There's all of the challenge runs that the game lets you do. There's beating the game in an hour and a half, beating the game without any checkpoints, beating the game without using any relics. So yeah, I do recommend checking the game out if you, especially if you like old stuff. It's a new game that does have a lot of uh, old school feel to it. It does capture that very well. Cool. Well, yeah, like I said, I've played just about like 15 minutes of it, and I'm uh, gameplay is totally solid. Everything looks and sounds awesome. I'm having a fun. I'm I'm having fun with it too, even though I don't have nearly as much time put into it yet. Yeah, you'll get there. I'll get there. So there's Shovel Knight. So like I spent the whole past two weeks like buying dozens of games on Steam, and then today I'm like, what am I going to play? Oh, let's buy a new game to play that one. <laughs> I hate that feeling. <laughs> but so that's Shovel Knight. Uh, so if 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 you feel so inclined, send us an email and let us know if you like us talking about this kind of stuff as well. Like I said, I don't really want. I don't want to make a habit of this at all. I'm going to email and tell you I don't want to hear about okay. it. <laughs> Go ahead. But I guess first like one. any other newer games that are supposed to be retro that like I would even want to dive into on the podcast. Yeah, I definitely like Shovel Knight. When you said, "Hey, I saw, you, I know you played Shovel Knight a bunch. Do you want to talk about it today?" I was like, "Yes, absolutely," because I do think it really does capture the retro kind of feel, the old yeah. Nintendo classic Nintendo game kind of feel. They do an exceptional job of it, so that's kind of why I thought, yeah, it'd be good. So, um, but we won't be doing that too much. So, uh, with games out of the way, you know what time it is? Top three. Tips. Top threes! Did that sound like a... Sound oh, like I like that. I kind of like that concept. Was that, was that cool? Shouting it for That was cool. There. Yeah.
That's okay. weird. I do cool stuff. Like, do you? I, I'm really surprised by this. Like, <laughs> News to me. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go first since you guys are being... Wow, new. really? <laughs> That's a thing? <laughs> so our top threes uh, this week is, or this two weeks, is our top three favorite Sega Genesis games. And um, the Sega Genesis, you know, it was a console. <laughs> and we're going to talk about it a little bit. Sega Genesis was a console. No big deal. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Uh, my number three is Flashback. Um, flashback to what? Is a uh, flashback yeah. to the Sega Genesis. <laughs> um, uh, anyway. I don't even really remember much of the... I don't really remember anything about the story. But Flashback was an awesome game where it was a 2D... Um, like, platformer, basically, but it was more of a puzzle platformer, kind of, than a... Yeah, it was uh, kind of like uh, Heart of Darkness, and, uh, well, I think, where it's like, you die a lot, right, but then you respawn. Yeah, it's like, it's like one, it's like you're basically, each level is like one screen, or maybe two, or maybe three screens, but it's like trying to figure out how to get one, from one point, to the other without, like, the bad guys killing you, or, like, sometimes I remember there was this one where there's, like, a really long leap that you had to do just right. Uh, it's just, like, figuring out... It's more about, like, figuring out how to get through the level alive. And, like, there is some action in it, but it's not like you're just, like, bouncing on people's heads and, like, shooting people. It's like... Like Goofy? Yeah. You gotta figure out how you're gonna do this without getting killed, and you gotta think about it and try it over and over. Um, so the gameplay was really fun. The graphics also were really interesting on it. And the uh, <clears throat> the animation was like really, really. It was like really realistic animation, like just the way your guy looks when he climbs up on ledges and things like that. Like that was one thing that always stood out to me about this game was like how realistic it looked. It like looked like they basically photo captured somebody. Jeez. Uh, I don't know how they did it, but. They like I don't I don't know exactly. Well, they what probably did they the used. same thing that like uh, the Mortal Kombat games did. See, I don't think so because Mortal Kombat like the graphics look fairly like lifelike, but like this is the opposite where the graphics don't. Oh, okay. The graphics are okay. car- I cartoonish. Yeah, the graphics yeah. are cartoonish, but like the movements are very fluid and realistic. Um, you kind of have to just see it to, to, to know what I'm talking about. But uh, anyway, check it out. Flashback. It was a it was a really cool one. I I would actually like to like to find that and play it again sometime soon. Wouldn't you guys? Nope. I don't like the oh, flashback. Uh, <gasps> you can come over. I to actually my... remember reading about flashback in one of the gaming magazines uh, that I day. had. I don't remember which one though. Oh, really? well, it obviously wasn't Nintendo Power because it was a Sega game. Um, uh, but it sounded like it could have been a pretty cool game. There's one other game that is very sim- similar to, and I can't think of what it is. Like that, you might, you might have. No, it was literally flashback. I remember. It's it's got like the dark cover. Okay. And it's got like the guy's face on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounded pretty cool. I just don't remember which uh, gaming magazine it was. The only old one I can remember was Nintendo Power, and then there was like Game Informer. But I don't know if I was reading much Game Informer by then. I don't I think, think Game Informer was, was around later. during Sega Genesis, was it? I thought Game Informer was newer. 
I'm not too familiar with Game Informer. Uh, Electronic Gaming Monthly and Game Pro are my main ones. I remember Game Pro. Maybe it was like Game Pro, yeah, or Electronic Monthly, whatever. Whatever. Um, yeah, I do remember hearing about it though. It's a good game. It's it's a good game. Pretty alright. It's a good game. Pretty alright. Good. good game. We're gonna jump into the content hub. And to flash back to our Steam, I I didn't even mean to do that. I see what you did there. <laughs> to our Steam sale talk from earlier, uh, I forgot to pick up the new Strider on Steam during this video. <gasps> I really meant to. Damn oh, it. I didn't even think about that. It wasn't on my wish list, apparently. I don't know how that happened. Well, shit. Because I just about based that? my purchases off of what was on my wish list that I wanted by the end. What do you have to say for yourself? I'm upset. I'm upset at myself, and I'm I'm very upset at Steam for not knowing that I wanted Strider. Uh, you're not a bad person, but you are in trouble. Wow. <laughs> That's not my girlfriend. Was sorry, saying. Dad. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Dad. You can tell I'm a dad, right? Oh my god, I hate you. <laughs> uh, my my daughter did tell me one time that um that I wasn't in trouble, but I do need to like not do whatever it was that she was getting on to me for. <laughs> Damn, dude, your daughter's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, no. She's pretty good. Uh, Alright, who's next? Uh, Jay, we haven't heard Hi, how are you? about anything important for... About- uh, so, Blake, I'm going to go ahead and get it out of the way for us. Vector Man, number three, easy. Vector Man's Alright, really well, that game. one wasn't actually on my list. I, I wasn't sure, and I was that's yeah. why I put it as number three, just to give you yeah. some time if you need it. But, yeah, <laughs> Blake talked about it it's a couple a weeks cool ago. Game. Yeah, so we've fun. talked about it some. It's a cool game, but I, it's not on my top Genesis list. Really? Um, uh, yeah. That's, that's so many memories for me. It was all right. It was fun, I guess. No, if, yeah, we're not we're not judging you, Jay. <laughs> I am. Well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, all right, you didn't have much to say about it because I didn't get very far <laughs> in the game, so I didn't say. Oh, I'm much. sorry. No, no. Well, I wasn't sure because I mean, we talked about it a couple weeks ago. I didn't know how much we wanted to. Well, to I didn't something. talk about it. I only talked like two stages. Like, I, th- I made yeah. it to the second stage, and that was it, remember? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm actually going to play it probably really soon here within the next couple weeks, just because when you talked about it, I was watch. I, like, tuned into <laughs> a video just to watch it, and I just, like, really brought back like, a lot of good memories. Like, I just remember the music. Like, I remember the one of my favorite things about it was the background was always doing stuff. Like, because it, it was, it, like, moved different to how you were moving, kind of, and I just remember it being, like, very, very interesting, especially if you were spectating as opposed to playing. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, Another World is the game that it kind of looks like. Yeah, Another World uh, is actually done by the same guy that did Heart of Darkness. I was trying to remember the name. Oh, was, cool, okay. Of this world? No, that's not it. Okay. Was uh, was Flashback done by him, too? I wouldn't be surprised, but I don't know. Yeah. Did you play the remake of it? I no. doubt it. Yeah. No. I heard nothing but terrible things. Oh, really? Yeah. When did that come out? Um, A year ago? Okay. About a year ago, exactly, yeah. Interesting. No, I hadn't heard. I, I I haven't played that. Yeah, I heard very bad things about it. Like it was buggy, and it was just a crappy remake. So awesome. whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. I guess it's time for mine. I had a. I have a lot of games here. I know. I have like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay. I, like I have six. uh my number my two big ones that I knew were gonna make the list, and then another five. So I'm just gonna list the four of them that didn't quite make number three. Crusader of Senti uh, was a fun game that was basically Legend of Zelda on the Genesis. Uh, you like get animal companions that give you special power-ups and stuff. It was pretty cool. Castlevania Bloodlines. Cool Castlevania game. Very, very arcade feel to it. Uh, 
mostly good music, except funny enough, uh, I actually talked about this when I talked about Castlevania a long while back on the podcast. The music in it, uh, while good, the remakes of the classic Castlevania songs, not so good. Uh, okay, that's the big one. Uh, Jungle Strike. Did you guys ever play the Strike games? I don't think so. Oh, they were so much fun. My dad Jungle loved Strike. Them. I don't remember. Uh, there was like Jungle Strike, Urban Strike, Desert Strike. It's ringing up. Is it like, I'm trying to, th- is it like a, um. You're a helicopter. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> That's just like picturing, but yeah. I was like trying to think of this. You're a helicopter and there's like these political stories that you play through. Uh, like, oh, the terrorists have this bomb, and you have to go save all these civilians and all this crazy stuff. All those strike games were pretty much the same. They, a couple of them had different gameplay elements, like there a few of them added in parts where you went in on foot through some areas. Those parts sucked. Give me the helicopter back. Uh, they were fun. And then the last one that didn't quite make the list but very nearly did, probably my number four, uh, X-Men 2 Clone Wars. Did you guys play the uh, Genesis X-Men mm-hmm. games? Nope. No, that one. no. And I played the uh like it was like the Avengers, I think. Oh. This was a uh, arcadey in a different way. Okay. Kind of like uh Castlevania Bloodline this was. It's a really fun game. You've got all sorts of characters to choose from. Really really kick ass. I liked it a lot more than the other the first X-Men game. That one pissed me off because of I never figured figured this out until years later. Uh, in the first X Men game, there's a part where you go up to uh, you fight Modok, and when you beat him, like your system blue screens. <laughs> what? And he tells you to go re- hit the reset button. It's or oh it says, yeah, reset the system or something. I remember that. It's like. You actually have to go up to your physical system and hit the reset button on that, and that's fucking stupid and too trolly. Yes. I I hate that so much. Uh, just pissed me off still. I don't think but I ever like, like played the game, but I remember I've seen that before. It, uh, it's so terrible. The the other the rest of the game is okay, but that part alone ruins it for me. So my actual number three game, Kid Chameleon. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, man, I loved this game when I first heard about it as a kid. I feel like I've talked about this on the podcast recently. Uh, when I first heard about it as a kid, like, like it's got over a 100 stages. It, you get all these awesome upgrades. Like, you can b- grab a samurai helmet and become a samurai. You can grab Jason's mask and start throwing axes. You can turn into a little fly and grab on walls. You can find a super-duper cool skateboard and start skating <laughs> all over the place. All this Really cool ideas and stuff, and awesome. I feel like, even though it gets a lot of love, I still feel like it's undervalued and underappreciated as an old uh, platformer. Great game. If you've never played it before and you like platformers, you owe it to yourself to check this game out 100%. Awesome. My uh, my honorable mentions, since we're doing those, are uh, Streets of Rage... I was I thought that might make someone's list actually. Yeah, and uh NHL ninety four, which was like really a really good hockey game. Oh yeah, I'm trying there was a really good hockey game for Sega. I think that was That was probably it. Um there's this one move you could do where like if you went like basically perfectly horizontal to like on a, like you if you like went on a path skating horizontal to uh the the goal and if you like and then if you shot it, like, going on that pattern, like, it would go in 90% of the time. 
So, like, all I ever did on that game was just do that over and over, and I would end up winning, like, 20-2 to two every single game. For some reason, I thought that was fun. Uh, but my second one is not an NHL 94. Da-da-da. Check. It's, uh, have you ever guys, have you, have you guys ever heard of this game, General Chaos? No. It is a... I think I, I've seen the title, but I never played it. Oh, man, I used to love this game. It is a, uh, it's like an army, uh, like, strategy game. Huh. And all it is is, like, it's one screen, and you have, I think, five guys, and they have different weapons. I like... love five guys. That place is delicious. <laughs> Dude, right? Damn. Them five guys in my yeah, mouth. pretty good french fries. Uh, but so you've got like five army guys and like one of them has like, we'll have a machine gun, like one throws grenades and I don't remember like what all the different ones were. And then it's like you versus five other guys and it's just like one screen and you got to set your guys up and put them like in the best spots where like they might be behind like some sandbags or a tree or whatever. And, uh, and then you like, obviously you can move, you, you move them around like as the game, uh, plays out. It's like, you're not controlling them directly. It's it's like a strategy game where it's like, all right, I want this guy to move here. And you said you told him to do that. It's, it's really cartoony style. Um, it was the first game that I really played like that that was, like, really strategy-based. And, like, especially on multiplayer, it was, it was just really awesome. So I had tons of fun with uh, with General Chaos. Do we want to give a special shout-out to Shaq Fu? <laughs> okay, we can. Do it. Oh, that's it. <laughs> okay, good. Your, your shout-out was asking if you can do a shout-out? Yes. Okay. Well, you get to go next. Oh, man. <laughs> so my number two would have to be uh, Jurassic Park. Uh, oh, that was good. Yeah, I really enjoyed this game. It was so freaking hard, though. It was hard. I don't think I've played the Genesis one, but I remember hearing that's supposed to be actually a good game. Yeah, it's it's, it was terrifying. Like, there that's certain the one where you get together. to play as a dinosaur, right? There's yeah. like two different I, gameplay. Certain games. parts of it, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. you're making me want to play it again. <laughs> yeah, because like basically start out playing as I guess it's Grant. I would assume so. Yeah, You're just like in the middle of a jungle, and it's it's a side scroller. And then like every so often, it might even be alternating levels. You switch and play as a uh, as a fucking dinosaur. I thought yeah, it was and, a completely different game mode. No, is it, it? No, it's it's you're the raptor. Huh. And it's like the same. I mean, it's it's like you're 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 in different levels, but it's the same kind of game. I think pretty much it's like side scroller still. Interesting. If I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember. I remember that much. I'm trying to remember if it was like a separate mode or what. But. No, I don't think so. I think it was like second or third level, or I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it was like you decide. I don't really remember. I just remember the level where the T Rex keeps bashing his fucking head through the screen, and it scares the living daylights out of you. <laughs> That's all I remember. Uh, Jurassic Park. When that movie came out, it was really scary. I was six when it when I first saw it, and I like nearly peed my pants. Like. Scariest thing I've ever seen in my it entire life. It was definitely the scariest movie I had ever seen when I watched it. That's crazy. The graphics in that I feel like have still held up today, personally. Of the Jurassic Park game? Yeah. No, not Jurassic of the Park game, movie. The movie. <laughs> I've heard of the Jurassic Park game? Well, we were talking about the movie, and then he says the graphics of that. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, of the movie. Uh, of the CG that they used for the dinosaurs. Wait, I, we watched talking it, about like... the movie? Yes, yes he's talking I about the movie. I think he's trolling. I think he's trolling. Me? Of the movie? No, I think Robert's trolling. What? I think you're trolling. <laughs> oh my god! I think we're gonna put Robert down again. Like, movies. <laughs> well, there was there wasn't any CG in this movie. Anyway, it was all it was like animatronics. Movie magic. 
animatronics don't have graphics. And Robert Ring doesn't have a brain. Video games have graphics. It was CG, Robert, please. Jurassic Park. There what was you... CG in part of in parts of Which it. part? I don't fucking remember the specific parts. Okay. <sighs> I don't either. I honestly can't tell what's going on here. <laughs> sure. Alright, so Jurassic Park, it's a cool Jurassic <laughs> game. That's great game. It was really yeah. fun. It was really hard, really scary. And I'm probably gonna play it again now, goddammit. <laughs> yeah, good movie too. Yeah, I like really like the CG. <laughs> I like Check the it. I like the CG in the game. Oh, do you? Nice. Yeah. Uh, can we even can we even keep going right now? I don't know. I I'm, losing, I'm losing wood. Who's next? Um, me. Uh, yeah, it's you. Okay, hold on. Uh, which one? I don't. I can't decide which one of these I like more. I, uh, I like the second one. Yeah. Okay, well then I'll go with that one. Let's go with Shining Force 2 as my number two game. Okay. Uh, Shining Force 2 was the first strategy RPG I ever played. Uh, the I pl- actually played it before Shining Force 1, even, I think. And it's got really, really great graphics. The music is cool. Uh, the gameplay, it's a strategy RPG. You've got, you recruit all these different characters. You choose which characters you recruit sometimes. Some of them have, like, alternate classes that they can advance as. Everybody gets to advance to a special class. They get to level up their class. But then some characters, you can give them a special item and have them turn into a different class. All this crazy cool stuff. Uh, and it was my introduction into the entire genre of like strategy RPGs, of the tactical movement, of controlling where your units go, and advancing your classes and stuff. And it's what got me interested in Final Fantasy Tactics. Ooh, good to draw. Hey, by the way, did you, have you looked um, for an update on that project? I have not. I just thought about okay. it. Like, I was just going to bring it up earlier, but I couldn't find a good segue to it, so that's perfect. Yeah. Okay. I'll take a look then this week. The story in Shining Force 2 is pretty hardcore cliche. <laughs> Basically, an ancient evil has awakened. So... If Original. you are gonna play it, yeah, exactly. Do be prepared for that. And you're like a fun. you're like a kid who's been chosen to save the world. You literally start the game off in a school. It's <laughs> awesome. I'm not even kidding. They're like, it's up to you. We're all we're all rooting for you. Yep, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's such a good game. I love it. I don't even care how stupid it is. It's uh, it's on Steam for three dollars, by the way. Yeah, it is available on Steam for three dollars. For three dollars. Three dollars. All right. CG. Number one. That's as much as they spent on CG in Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, my number one is Golden Axe. Okay. Uh, ah. That because that was uh, it was a fun game and also that was kind of like the one that I had the most fun with at the time because my, me and my dad used to play that all the time and like we we beat the game so many times but like whenever it was like after school or something we and like I was wanting to play a game it was like all right well, let's play Golden Axe again. And then we play it, beat it, play it the next day again, beat it again. I used to also play it a lot with my sister. And, sister? uh, huh? Sister? Yeah, I have a sister. Oh yeah, I met her, that's right. Yeah, remember right. that's who I'm going to see in Arizona. Oh uh, yeah. When I'm all, when, when I'm gonna be in Arizona in a few weeks. Are you gonna go on a five hour car trip and make fun of a specific person for five hours straight? Yes, I'm gonna do that, and then I'm gonna give you a call, <laughs> see what you're up to. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, 
what was I saying? Oh yeah, so I used to so my, so I used to play this game with my sister like if my dad wasn't around. And uh so in 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 Golden Axe, so it's like a uh kind of like arcadey just beat 'em up. It's you're going around you're a guy with a sword or an axe or whatever. There's like three or four characters you can be and it's like just kill all the bad guys to get to the end I think of there's the level type thing type thing. Okay, yeah. Cuz there's <clears> the dwarf, the amazon and the knight guy, whatever he is. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so, um, there's this mechanic in the game where, like, you can get these little, like, I don't know, power-up things from, from killing people, and you have special moves, and you have a meter, and, like, say you have, like, eight slots in your meter, if you get three of the power-ups, and that fills up three slots, and then you can, you can still use it then, but it's a different spell, like, at every level, and they're just, like... They do d- different things, and they're not as strong. You know, obviously, if you use the one at level three, then if you, like, max it all, out all the way and then use it, it's, like, a different special move. But the only other thing, really, that I remember about this game specifically was whenever I would play with my sister, like, so the three characters, some of them have different, like, max, uh, like, levels for their spells. Like, so one character might have, like, uh, eight slots, and that's, like, a really strong spell if you get it all the way, if you get, like, eight things. But then, like, one of them might just have, like, three or four and so, like, you can fill it up after you get, like, three or four of the power-ups, and it's going to be, you know, fairly strong, but not as strong as, like, the other guy who has eight. Regardless of, like, what character I was playing, like, if I was the uh, one, like, that had, like, three or four spots, I'd be like, oh, let me get that, let me get that power-up um, so I can go ahead and fill up. And so, like, I already have my thing maxed out, and then you can start getting yours. But then if I was playing the other guy, I'd be like, oh, let me go, I need to go ahead and start getting these so I can start filling up because it's going to take me a while, and then you can get yours after I get mine. Your father must have hated you. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Maybe that's why he wasn't around all the time, Robert. So basically, <laughs> your fault. So basically, I just made the logic work out to whatever made me get the get the power ups first. But oh, listen to this greedy guy. Golden greedy Axe. Oh, and there were also little characters, little like creatures that you could ride on in some parts. Yeah. Golden Axe Two was dinosaurs good. mostly, right? Yeah, they were they were like not actually dinosaurs. They were they were uh, CG dinosaurs from Jurassic Park. Is what they oh were. yeah, the three dollars CG. Yeah. Golden Axe Two counts as well. Uh, that, that, I'm, I'm, no, it doesn't. Those are separate games. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Can't do that. All right, go. Okay, uh, I'm leaving. Okay, Jay you told me to go. Up, diggity. <laughs> what was your number one? Numero uno, Road Rash. Oh, one really? of my favorite games. Yeah, one of my favorite games. I freaking I go back and play it every like at least once a year probably. Um, Road Rash is a motorcycle racing game, um, but added into it, you can knock people to fuck off their motorcycles to, like, win the race. And in addition, when you fall off your motorcycle, you have to spam buttons to run back to your motorcycle faster. Oh, I forgot. Oh, holy <sighs> shit. I can't believe I had forgotten about that part of it. That part uh, of it. Uh, drove me mad. Like, when you got, remember when you would get knocked off and then, like, 60,000 fucking cars would hit you <laughs> and you would get launched into Africa and you'd have to just run forever? Holy shit. <laughs> that is hilarious. I had forgotten about that, but I completely remember that now. Yeah. That was so funny. Yeah, you're like, your bike would be like two inches next to you, but yeah. like, you couldn't get to it because people would just keep running over you and I can you do <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. It uh, drove me pretty mad, actually. That was good. And then, like, good game, the other scenario was when it would go, like, like you said, it would, like, fly to Africa and you just have to, like, run for 30 minutes to go find your motorcycle yep holy shit i'd forgotten about that like i remember there were a few times where i would literally just like 
not even worry about it, and I would just and I would run to the finish line. Can you do that? I don't like. I try. I know in the. I don't think in the first one you could you could control yourself other than running because I don't think you like actually used the directional pad. You just spammed a button and he ran on like a That's, linear yeah, path. I may, I think I that was in the first one at least. I think maybe like I tried to do that. Yeah. And it didn't work, but yeah. I I remember raging quite a bit, and later on I'm pretty sure you got like weapons like billy clubs and shit. No, you had those from like the first or second level. Like because oh, okay. remember you would part of the game was you would drive you'd get up next to people and like try to kick them or not. Yeah, kick them off their bike. Uh, and then you could get a weapon, like, if they tried to hit you, but if you... could you, take... Yeah, they had, like, chains and shit. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah I want to play that. Yeah, chains and, and, like, clubs, and if you hit punch right at the exact time that they hit you, then you would take it from them, eh. then you would have it. And then, so, like, instead of, like, kicking them two or three times, it would take, like, one hit to knock them off their bike. Regardless, really fun game. Love... I love it. It's just one of my favorite games, for sure. I can't believe you said that about the spamming and getting knocked off oh your bike. Oh, my God. I just remember being like, get back to the goddamn bike! Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, calm oh. down. No, you don't understand. You don't understand. You don't understand. Mom. I have to get back to this bike. <laughs> you don't know what it's like to be me. You don't know what it's like. You can't tell me what to do. You're not my yeah. real dad. You're my mom. I'm a real dad. Blake? Yeah. What are your thoughts Hi. on Road Rash? Uh, I don't remember it. I maybe played it for five minutes. Okay. Wow. What's your number one then? Is your number one pick Road Rash? Yes, it is. Too? My five minutes of road rash it gave me the world's biggest boner. Ooh. <laughs> it gave me the world's biggest road rash. Boom! <laughs> road rash on your boner? It probably means something. It's probably funny some way. Anyway, no, that's not my number one. My number one is a game that Rob played, or Rob, goddamn. Jay played for a little while, but he never finished it because he's a bastard. Uh, Fantasy Star 4. Oh. It is a horrendously underappreciated JRPG for the system. Uh, it comes from a series that was not up to snuff. It, it it blows every other game that came before it out of the water in its series. Fantasy Star 1, 2, and 3 can't even compare. Fantasy Star 1, I've heard that it's uh, not bad, especially for the time. I've personally played 2. It's got a lot... It's a horrible game with a lot of good ideas. Uh, Fantasy Star 3... Kind of the same thing as 2, in my opinion, uh, in that regard. Uh, Fantasy Star 4, though, it is the Final Fantasy 6 of the Sega Genesis system. Wow. That's a that's that's, pretty high That standard. was a reaction last time, too. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good standard to set. I'm sorry. It is. So good. It's a. It's got amazing music. The gameplay is really cool with the macro system and the combining spells system. Um, the art is great, mostly. It's, it looks a little awkward, kind of, with the bodies, uh, especially if you come from, like, a Super Nintendo background. The sprites are, like, twice the size of the characters you're going to find on the Super Nintendo or JRPGs. So that part's a little weird. Uh, I, I just love everything about the game. The story is really fun. The music, the characters, the gameplay... Awesome JRPG. If you like JRPGs at all, I think you should play this game sometime. Jay? <laughs> I'm sick. <laughs> I'm sick of your crap. Sick of your shit. Good picks. Good picks. Uh, uh, what is with you perfect? Seriously. I don't know. You're ruining it, Robert, please. <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't get your feelings hurt. It wasn't, like, meant personally. No, my feelings aren't hurt, but my ears are and my nose. <laughs> How does that hurt your ears? 
How does because it... I can hear it. Yeah, because it's oh. loud. Okay. <laughs> is that a real question, Robert, or are you just yeah. being funny? How uh, much have you had to drink? No, I'm wondering why it's so loud that it hurts. <laughs> How much have you had to drink? No. No. <laughs> no. No, I've only had water because otherwise I would, like, pass the fuck out. I would be too tired. All right. I, I was tired. I, I've been up for a while. Um, I've been up since 6.30 p.m. It's been a rough day. I was kind of surprised that nobody had any Sonic on their top list. Uh, why are you surprised about that? I don't know. I thought someone would like the Sonic game. Basically, what we do on the Classic Gaming Podcast is make fun of Sonic. Well, yeah, yeah a little bit. They, uh, I guess they weren't bad games. They just weren't good enough for me. Yeah. I mean, they're they're uh, they're, they're classics. I mean, that's the best way to put it. But I guess. Uh, yeah. They really, uh, their biggest, uh, contribution to our culture, I feel like, is the fan art that it spawned. Oh my god. I see where you're going with this. Blake the Hedgehog? Blake the Hedgehog. Look it up on YouTube. Ooh, that's another one I loved. We're gonna give that video so many views. Arcus Odyssey? Anybody? I don't remember that. It was a top-down, it was like Gauntlet on the Genesis, but Ooh. like with a cool story, sort of. Gauntlet story was terrible. <laughs> some developed gameplay elements. It was really cool. I need to play that sometime again. Because like the game starts out, you even pick from, I think it's four different classes. There's a big fat wizard in a giant white robe. <laughs> uh, there's an archer kind of character. I think there's some sort of a warrior and somebody else. Oh, like a, a warrior chick, like an Amazon. I want to be the fat wizard. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Screw that guy. I hated him. Um, they even all play a little bit differently, that you get upgrades for your weapon, so it like develops as long as you don't die and stuff. There's cool boss fights all over the place. God, Arcus Odyssey is so good. So, Robert, no no Altered Beast on your list? No, no Altered Beast. I had right. fun with it back in the day, but I can't say that it's really one of my top five even yeah. really it's a fun it's probably my favorite genesis beat em up now that i think about really it. yeah when was the last time you played it um i played through the first stage uh, probably a year or two ago okay <laughs> well, i'm not a fan of most beat em ups though i i don't okay. care golden axe is all right uh don't care for streets of rage oh really yeah a lot of those like i think if i went back to them like golden axe and streets of rage like i would not have much fun with them yeah uh I had the same experience. Well, I'll, I might save that one because I might talk about it at some point. But yeah, typically when I go back to those, I'm like, uh, "This is boring." Yeah, yeah. Another one I forgot about until just now: Blaster Master Two. Ooh, that was on that was on Genesis. Genesis? Wow, yep. Yep. dude, how about M- NBA Jam, son? Well, it's a multiplayer. I I don't consider that. I don't either. Genesis title, really. Alright, fine. How about Aladdin then? Aladdin was pretty good, actually. Oh, yeah, it was. The Genesis Aladdin was supposed to be pretty good. I don't remember the difference between the two of them, though. Between the two of what? Uh, the Genesis and uh, Super Nintendo Aladdins. Oh, was it on Super Nintendo, too? Yeah. A completely different game, though. Okay. Uh, Clay Fighter. That's a good Oh, one. that was a really good one. <laughs> what about Comic Zone? Did you guys ever play that? Uh, I have not played it, but I've Checked it. I, I have it because it was in the Sega Mega Sack pack. Yeah. <laughs> and I you keep pitching that, aren't you? I was about to play it one day, but I didn't hadn't gotten around to it yet. Keep pushing the Sega Mega Sack pack. 
I keep hearing. What about Contra Hardcore? Hardcore? I haven't played that. I, I never actually played, played it, one for Genesis. I don't remember it. Yeah, I've, I don't remember yeah. anything about it. Interesting. Well, well, there you go. There's our top threes plus about ten others. Yeah, I guess. plus like one or two dozen others, actually. One or two dozen others and some CG dinosaurs. Yeah, CG dinosaurs, man. When you got more than out. your money's worth on this one. It's time to go to <laughs> mail, and I have a huge fucking surprise. We got four real emails this time. I don't advertisements. believe it. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. <laughs> we have hit the big time. Uh, I'm passing out cigars next time I see you guys. Oh, that'd be sick. Anyways. You're not showing up to Pax Prime. Damn it, Robert. I know. Yeah, Robert, you big bitch. I'll mail you, I'll mail you guys some cigars. Wow. Is that a thing? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, the first one is from Shane, who's written in a couple times. Oh, yeah. He's Hi, actually Shane. the only person I think actually to write him besides our spammers. Uh, until now. Until now. That's all turning around. Shane, you'll always... How many H's are in his name? Just so I get an idea of how cool this guy is. What? How many H's are in his name? You can't figure that out just from what his name is? Uh, I don't know if you know this, but I'm friends with the Shane with two H's in it, so... Where? Oh, literally, where is the second one? Yeah. It goes after the A. It's S-H-A-H-N-E. No, that's Shane. Sean. No, no, his name is Shane. No, no. His name is Sean. Blake, Blake if you'd like to meet him, he's a very large, angry person. Yeah, well, so am I. Um, Shane That's says, good. all right, Shane says, you guys want to hear what Shane says? Yes. I don't know, do we? For God's sake, move on. <laughs> he says, reading out spam emails on your show? Need more genuine emails? For a small fee, I will send you one email per week. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's awesome. And then, only joking. I haven't been up to much on the classics front, but I'm still listening to your podcast, so I thought I'd share what I've been playing. I've been playing BLOOD, in all caps, which is an old shoot-em-up by the makers of Duke, I think. Duke. I guess he means Duke Nukem, but I'm not okay. sure. Yeah, I, I would assume, so. yeah. <clears throat> well, he says it's pretty familiar. good. He Does says, he say what system it's on or anything? Nope. Hmm. Um, also, by the time you do your next show, I will have complete. So, by this time, he's completed Final Fantasy IX. I'm calling bullshit. Uh, I didn't, I didn't enjoy it much when it was first released as it sucked compared to Final Fantasy VIII. Oh my god. In parentheses, he wrote, yeah, in all caps. But uh, I gave it another <sighs> chance, but I gave it another chance recently and I do rather like it now. Good, you're damn right you do. Thinking ahead, I'm planning on playing System Shock 2, which I've heard good things about. Not sure if any of you lot are into your shooters. Anyways, until next time, take it easy, Shane. Uh, have you guys played System Shock 2? Oop. I have not, but I did watch the speed run of it at SGDQ. I was gonna say I knew the title. That's why I know. How it. long? How long did that take? Uh, it was a fi- uh, about the estimate was twenty minutes, and I think he finished in about sixteen and a half, maybe Damn. seventeen. Okay, yeah. actually, there's a lot of things you can glitch in that game and take advantage of. I am actually uh, in the process of playing System Shock Two right now. For really? Yes. Yeah, I'm like eight hours in, or no, I'm sorry, I'm like five hours in. Uh, and so I'll, so I'll have that one in some upcoming episode. Uh, it's kind of funny that he happened to ask about that, but yeah, so that'll come up at some point. Nice. Um, our next email well, is... Well, System Shock 2 is the, uh, is the prequel, sort of, the spiritual prequel to Bioshock. Oh yeah, there's so many things that are like exactly the same. Yeah. Like random, notable, like, 
particularly the uh, like audio logs, like just like yeah. in all over the place that you find and listen to. Uh, but yeah, there are, there are a number of things that are like this is basically the same game, yeah, like a different skin. Um, there are some things that are a bit different. We'll talk about that when we get to it. Next email is from Tommy King. I have a few games you guys should try out. I'm still catching up on your episodes, but I don't see these listed on the site yet. Uh, NES games, Rygar, Dragon Warrior 2. Oh, Dragon Warrior 2? Really? Yeah, I know that title. Uh, I know Dragon Warrior. I know Rygar 2. Battletoads. Well, I mean. Ooh, Battletoads. We've talked uh, about Battletoads. Well, I don't think we've like officially covered it, but we've talked about it a little bit. I said that since Jay was playing through Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I would play through uh, Battletoads. Yeah, I think I didn't remember you saying that. Yeah. I did. But oh, Dragon Warrior play. looks like Final Fantasy One. Yeah, it, it it Dragon Warrior was the original JRPG. Oh shit! Very grind heavy. Um, Dragon Warrior Two, I don't know as much about, but I know that Dragon Warrior Three has. They made a newer classes. ones apparently for oh, Game yeah. Boy Color. Yeah. Um, they got remade. Oh really? Cool. Yeah. yeah. And then he says SNES games, Secret of Mana. Did, have we talked about that one? I feel I thought one of you did. It wasn't me. I I know we've talked about it a yeah, lot. Yeah, I think we just talked about it, especially when we talked about Secret of Evermore. So. Um, Breath of Fire 2. Oh, The first hell one yes. was fun to me as a kid, but the sequel really brought some interesting mechanics and has aged better in general. Oh, yeah. The first Breath of Fire has aged like milk. It uh, a, <laughs> it's a not very good game at all. I would like to play through it sometime, but I don't know if I ever will. Breath of Fire 2, though, is still fantastic. Uh, the only problem it has is that the encounter rate is abysmal. Okay. Um, the Magical Quest, starring Mickey Mouse. Surprise. I played through a little bit of that, actually, too. I th- I played, I think it was, like, The Castle of Illusions, starring Mickey Mouse. Wait, maybe that's the one that I played. I don't remember. Um, I played the one where you turn into a firefighter, maybe? I don't remember that. Uh, uh, he says it's a surprisingly fun platformer with some occasional puzzle elements. Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Oh Evo, God. The Search for Eden is a person. That's one, uh, that's an RPG that a lot of people love, but the theme of it has never made me want to play it. Okay. Well, so, those are his suggestions. There's some good suggestions. Know, did, did yeah, there's actually really good suggestions. Either of you all want to pick up any of those, or, or are you not... Are you feeling it? You should like. I'll I'll take on Dragon Warrior. I'll I'll put that into my name. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, It looks fun. I mean, if I don't like it, I don't have to play it. Yeah, throw the list up into uh, our Skype chat, and I will try to play one of those at some point. Because there's a lot of games in there that I'd love and I'd want to replay anyway. I will say, just so everybody knows, it probably will not be Secret of Mana, because I actually played that a while back. I don't remember when it was. But I got lost at one point, so I was just flying around. Spoiler, you get to fly later on in the game. God damn uh, it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm flying around, and the way that they did the camera work uh, during this section, like I, I was lost, so I'm just flying and flying and flying and flying and flying. And, and I started to feel really sick and nauseous from it, so I've not wow. gone back to play it since. Hmm. Hmm. I like the game. I played it a few times over the last one or two decades, uh, but I don't know if I'll ever be able to go back to it after that. Like, I just felt like shit. If I was going to play a mana game, it would probably be Seiken Densetsu 3 or Secret of Mana 2. Okay. Or Robert's favorite game. game. It has a class-based system, so you know I'm in there on that. Love oh, that yeah. game. Yeah. 
It's really, really cool. It's got the same gameplay as Secret of Mana for the most part. Um, I think they made magic less broken in it, if I remember correctly. There's six characters that you get to choose from to make a party of three. Uh, really cool game. like it a lot. Okay. Anyway, uh, yeah. Next email. It's from Nick. Hey, guys. My name's Nick. I recently. Hey. Hi, Nick. I recently discovered your podcast. I was sitting in the backyard and thinking of rediscovering some old classic games via ROMs on a PSP. I've just gotten into the podcast scene, so I searched for classic gaming reviews and stumbled upon your feed. First episode I downloaded was your Earthbound episode, having been a fan in the 90s but never beating it. It was great. Yeah, it was great for nostalgic reasons hearing you guys talk about everything. Because of your podcast, I'm going to start playing... Take a guess what he's going to start playing. Final Fantasy Tactics. Final Fantasy Tactics. Oh, yes! Plus one fan. All right, giggity. He has a PSP. It had to be Final Fantasy Tactics. For the first time ever. Oh, wow. I'm a huge Final Fantasy fan, but I've never played Tactics because I thought it strayed too far from the original concept. Upon hearing everyone's glowing review every episode. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he's not wrong. All three of us have beaten it, so... (laughs) I'm going to give it a shot some 15 years later. It's so good. By the way, (laughs) by the way, I didn't think uh, Final Fantasy VIII was so terrible. Maybe because I was in high school at the time and was kind of a loner-like squall, but I thought the story and gameplay were pretty darn good. They didn't give it long enough of a chance or something, but man, 20 hours in, I figured it would get catchy. Oh my god. (laughs) Well, I think 20 hours in is long enough, but... Like, for me, I've actually beaten the game, and I was not impressed with it. I I was a loner and all that back in high school, too. Pretty much never... all of them, except for 8, impressed me. Yeah. I'm back, like, real talk. Yeah. Uh, he says it certainly wasn't up there with uh, Final Fantasy 7 or 6, but it was definitely playable and beatable. Anyways, keep it up. I enjoy hearing your reviews. How about a review of Haunting for Genesis? Haunting. Cheers, Nick. Haunting. Actually, Cheers. I, I looked up this game... And uh, no, Cheers is like it's not a game. I was like, kidding. Okay. <laughs> Cheers, that's starring. Uh, <laughs> this uh, looks like something brain. Robert would play. I'm being serious. This looks like your kind of game, Robert. Haunting. Yeah. Yeah, I looked it up and actually looks pretty. It looks interesting. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. I'm, I, I don't. I might. I might try to find a way. You to, have to. So to get hold of that. If you need help getting a ROM for it, let me know. Okay. Um. So thanks, Nick, for that email. Now saved our. Uh, best one for last. Walter has a pretty long email, <clears throat> but it was really it was a pretty good one. So I'm going to go ahead and just read the whole thing. Um, he says modern games aren't cutting the cake. Hey guys, I just uh, started listening to your podcast a few days ago during my commute to and from work, and I absolutely love it. I'm currently on episode six, and let me let me just stop it here for a second. I'm finding that a lot of people. Like, I, I posted this on the uh, uh, Patient Gamers subreddit, as uh, some, of, some of our episodes there as well. And what I'm actually finding that a lot of people who, like, do uh, – what a lot of people are doing when they discover us is, is they, like, start from episode one instead of sort of just, like, picking up where they are, like, whatever huh. episode we're on. A, a lot of people are starting – are like, oh, I want to go through all these. So they start on episode one, and they're working their way up, uh, their way up to where we are. Like, like almost everybody has – seems to be doing it that way. <clears throat> which is kind of interesting. Um, I would cool. say, <laughs> no, I'm serious. Try to try to be no, no, no. I would say try to be patient with us, like up through episode six or seven, because there are like 
every once in a while there's like an episode with like microphone problems or like other audio problems. And like the first one or two or three episodes were a little bit like slow and like not greatly paced. But, um, I think like we were talking about this earlier, actually, I feel like around like episode nine or 10, we sort of like kind of hit our rhythm. Yeah, so if you're one of those people, of course, if you, of course, you're probably not one of those people if you're listening to this episode. But if you happen to be listening to this episode and you think about going back and listening to the old ones, then uh, I just ask you to be patient with us. <laughs> I would skip like the I would skip like the first half so far of what we. Any episode about Metal Gear Solid, I would skip. That's On the Metal Gear Solid mind. episode, we we're this is something else we were talking about earlier. I talked about Metal Gear Solid, I think, for forty five minutes. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I, I was actually like, making a noose thing, to kill yeah. myself during that episode. <laughs> You're lucky you didn't hit an hour because I was just gonna hang myself during the podcast. <laughs> So, okay, so anyway, back to Walter's email. He, uh, so he's, he, I absolutely love it. I'm currently on episode six. Uh, I've recently gotten back into the classics after digging out my old NES from the closet and have been what? playing the golden oldies nonstop. To give you an idea of what my library is like, I currently have my NES, SNES, two Sega Genesis's, N64, and PS1 all set up and cleaned up and in perfect working order after some much needed TLC. Now I've been playing video, oh, he says now, I've been playing video games my entire life, growing up on the original Doom, Commander Keen. That's funny that we were just talking about those. Yeah. Uh, Wing Commander, Prince of Persia, and various Atari games on my dad's old Atari 400. But I was hooked when my dad brought home a Genesis. Oh wait, Genesis 2. Is that was that something else? Because he said brought home a Genesis 2. The Genesis had a lot of weird system stuff. It had like well, the, there was the Genesis, there was the Sega Mega Drive, which I think may have been a different thing or may have been the same i'm not sure and then like the uh, master the master maybe system. that's what i was thinking of the master system yeah i think sega genesis is two yeah i think that yeah the one worth like the one we're thinking of like with altered beast and all that yeah uh he says so i was hooked when my dad brought home a genesis 2 in the first shining force it was the wow. first it nice. was the first game i ever beat and considering i was only seven at the time that's pretty impressive i think i think it is um, <clears throat> I've been a huge fan of RPGs ever since, but it seems only a small handful of games can come even close to the quality that was seen in the 90s. Final Fantasy X and up are horrible. Wow. Today. That's surprising. Even nine, even 9 was questionable. Yeah! <laughs> I like have, this guy. I haven't been a fan of the Metal Gear Solid series, save for the first one. I enjoyed two, but didn't love it. Zelda. Oh, man. He's uh, just stabbing everybody out right now. Hey, he's on my side. He's got my back, so I'm getting hey, his bag. Hey, what, keeps, what's his name? It's Walter. Walter. Uh, keeps... Walter. Metal Gear Solid 3 was very, very, very good. I would highly recommend it. It's uh, got amazing gameplay for that series, and the storytelling is really, really good. Yeah, I agree with Blake, of course. But, yeah, I mean, Metal Gear Solid 3 is, uh, you, you can't, like, you pretty much have to say that's the best Metal Gear Solid game. Uh... And the Zelda Ocarina of Time was the last great Zelda game. Wow. So he doesn't like Majora's Mask. This guy just hates me. Between, <laughs> between two worlds. This was guy's like after my own heart here. It's just weird. You better warn your girlfriend. Even new, <laughs> even new franchise. Huh? She doesn't need to know. It's... Even new franchises aren't that amazing in my book. God of War is too generic. I agree with him there. Grand Theft, it's very button mashy. Yeah. yeah. Grand Theft Auto is the same game over and over. 
Call of Duty dot 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 dot. I'll let that speak for itself. I actually like uh, a lot of the Grand Theft Autos. Yeah, I, I, like... I was a big fan of Vice City, and I really liked Four. I like. The I feel like they are somewhat repetitive, though. Like they pretty much are the yeah, same for game. Sure. I can understand yeah. that. I, I, yeah, I like a lot of it for me is the story, especially with Four. I thought the storytelling in uh, GTA Four was really cool. I feel kind of the same. I, I did love Grand Theft Auto Three and Vice City, yeah. and especially San Andreas. I lo- me too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I actually didn't actually play agree the fourth on one. I did get the fifth one recently. I haven't played it much, uh, but I had a lot of fun with it. I'm, I'm getting the fifth one once it finally releases on PC, because that is happening. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <clears throat> then uh, I I haven't been a really Call of Duty guy either. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I don't think uh, any of us are really FPS people. No. Yeah, not really. On my Steam list, but it's one of, like, a half of a dozen games that I don't have installed. Yeah. Because I just... It's like my form of uh, protest, I guess. I played it at a friend's house one night, and I was like, mm. like I yeah. just, I, you know, I just wasn't. I played some of the older Call of Duties with my friends a bunch at LAN parties and stuff, uh, like Call of Duty, um, Call of Duty Two. I think was the one that we we played the most, but whatever. Okay. Yeah. That, that's, that, yeah, that's part of it. Is like I just am not that big into uh, first person shooters anymore. Yeah. Um. So okay, so that's half of the email. <laughs> the only, the only really good game, even after 2005, that I can think of is The Last of Us. Granted, this is my opinion, and I have enjoyed some other games, but nothing worth more than a single playthrough. Currently, I'm playing some games I never got to play while I was younger. Zeno Gears, which is what I'm currently working on. Uh-huh. Chrono Trigger. Damn. Which is Yo. next on the list after Zeno Gears. Next level picks. And he wrote. He wrote, and yes, I will be finishing it. I guess I got it. Star Ocean, second story. And Dude, my girlfriend's playing that right now. Holy shit. And eventually I plan on picking okay. up Earthbound. Ooh, damn, right. dude. Strong picks. I'm going hey, to, I'm going he's to gonna be, have a good time. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm going to be buying it for the Super Nintendo. I'm just not in a rush to buy it. Ranting aside, this is what I'm interested to hear your input on. I don't know if you guys have mentioned it on newer episodes. Like I said, I'm still working my way through. So yeah, we've talked about Chrono Trigger quite a bit. Um, <laughs> Not so much as Final Fantasy Tactics. <laughs> Star Ocean is a very good series. This, the one he's playing in particular is a really good one too. The character development's really good. Really, the only one I've liked. I've played Star Ocean Two, which yeah. we never got Star Ocean One until the PSP version. Uh, so I played Star Ocean Two and Star Ocean Three till the end of time. I think no, that was the fourth one. We've yeah, done this was... before. Uh, what's the third one? I can't think of the names. I can't think of it either. I, I was not a fan of the third one. I actually kind of really hated that one. Um, but I loved the second one. I've poured hundreds and hundreds of hours yeah. into the second game. So uh, going back to some of these, he's, so he wants to hear our thoughts. So real quick, let's just give him the rundown on the ones we've talked about. Wing Commander, we talked about uh, not too long ago. I absolutely loved it. Uh, there was uh, Final Fantasy X. Jay, that's like your favorite game ever. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's his favorite game. For me, I like the battle mechanics, but the rest of the game, eh. The I characters really like are terrible, the story is meh, and I personally don't like the sphere grid. Oh, I love it. I it's just my it's my jam. I don't like the sphere grid either. Um, and then, uh, Blake, you pretty much agree with him on Zelda. You like most everything up to Ocarina of Time. Um, I do like Ocarina of Time as well, but it was well, a that's what I meant. very big gameplay difference from right. Link to the Past. Which, funny enough, uh, Eagle Raptor just put out his sequelitis on 
it starts off as kind of saying this is linked to the past versus Ocarina of Time, but it doesn't end up being about that really. And I agree for the most part with a lot of his points. Um, and it's a lot of things that I don't like as much about Ocarina of Time compared to say Link to the Past. And then like they took all the things in Ocarina and then developed it and made that into the series. All the stuff that I don't like about it. It's like, eh. eh. And, and then the only other thing I would add, which isn't classic gaming, but I would say give Grand Theft Auto V a shot because it's really actually a lot of fun. I, I, I kind of felt the same way. I, I never bought Grand Theft Auto IV because I was like, all right, another Grand Theft Auto, same thing pretty much. But then I, for whatever reason, bought GTA V and uh, – it was again. They're, they're fun for what they are. I mean, yeah, they're, I've had a lot of fun with it. They come out every so often. I mean, as long as you space them out enough, they yeah, really I don't get bored. That's kind of it for me about them. Is that yeah. like they are five years apart, something like that? Yeah. If if you played all of them in a row, yeah, you're gonna fucking hate your life. Oh like, yeah, yep. it's gonna be boring. Without a doubt. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a very good point. Um, and then so wrapping up his email, uh, how do you feel about? Okay, this is a good question. How do you feel about uh, emulating the games versus playing them on their launch console? I know you love GOG and have some weird <laughs> and have some weird love hate relationship with Steam. <laughs> <laughs> that's um that's not a love hate relationship. That's uh, Jay just hates it and Blake and I feel pretty neutral about Steam. You love Steam. Don't give me this neutral bullshit. I like you guys Steam, would, but it no, I mean you guys I like it. Bang Steam if it was a girl. It's a good. It's an. I bet Steam would platform. be a banging hot girl. She probably. Regardless, I I play almost every single of my games on ROMs, um, just because it is expensive and kind of hard to obtain some of the older systems if you don't have them. Plus, That's it's a million times problem. easier. Yeah. I play them on my phone or on it's my a computer. Lot of, it's much more convenient to yeah. emulate a lot of stuff. If like, you have the old systems, then go right ahead. Like that would be pretty cool. But yeah. I mean, well, emulate them. Let me. Let me. There are some that I would like to play and get a hold of. Let me get into this question a little bit more. Um, so he says, I personally feel that the classics need to be played in their in their original form, and I feel that uh, emulation imports take away from the experience. I tried to play Final Fantasy VII on PC when it was relaunched a couple years ago, but it plays horribly when I compare it to my original black label copy that I picked up from Funko Land 16 years ago and stick it in a console that came out 20 years ago. Well, the yeah. PC version of Final Fantasy VII and the emulated version are different. Um, yeah, not like as far as like gameplay or like not, not not as far as story or graphics or anything, but the actual mechanics are different. So so, so what yeah. he's um asking is not is not really strictly like emulator, but like playing it yeah. on the original machine, yeah, versus yeah. something. Else. I think like I can understand collecting stuff, but at the same time, like I have to be conscious about my money. Uh, so going out and buying a Super Nintendo. For forty, fifty, sixty bucks. More than like that, yeah. And, and then each game, some of the games are get up really pricey. Games, the games like do get Bound, pretty expensive. Earthbound goes for a hundred plus, and yep. I'm glad I still have my copy somewhere. I wish I knew where the hell it was sitting, uh, because that'd be great. Like I would not want to pay a hundred bucks just to play Earthbound. Like I have yeah. a Wii U right now, and if I wanted, I could go and buy a copy of Earthbound on the Wii U eShop and just play through my Wii U. If I re- if I wanted a console experience, but not just the, I'd have to forgo not having the original console experience. Which, whatever. Yeah, for um, me, it's not that important, especially with some emulators that emulate the systems really well. Yeah, um, I, I I think I pretty much agree. Like, I don't I, I don't play much like emulated stuff but i but like for instance i did play final fantasy 7 on pc 
Yeah. Uh, I, and of course I've been playing like some of the Sega Genesis games on their like Steam versions. Yeah. And, uh, I I, it doesn't, I it doesn't. Steam versions are fine. Yeah. None of that bothers, none of that bothers me. I don't the really. The ones that I don't like, the remakes that I don't like, okay. So if we're getting into the remakes, I'm going to have to talk about the PlayStation Final Fantasies and Chrono Trigger a little bit. Those are unplayable games. They should not be played. Uh, if it's between. Wait, so what's wrong? Wait, Chrono Trigger, what, what, what version of Chrono Trigger is this? PlayStation. The PlayStation 1 versions of those games are absolutely abhorrent. Um, the, what's wrong with the... I wonder, load like, times. Load okay. times, load times, load times, load times, load times. That, and the original releases on Super Nintendo, if you get into a battle, you get into your random encounter, boom, it shows up. You're in there. And the PlayStation versions and the, uh, the PSN store versions of these games, by the way, as well, um, you get into a battle and you have to sit there and wait for... 5, 10, 20 seconds while the battle loads up every single time. And you have to load back out of the battle, I'm pretty sure, too. Uh, that's the version that I've been playing it's on, on Chrono Trigger. And that's, I think, probably why I got sick of it fairly oh, yeah. easily. I can imagine It is that. a pain. Like, it, it's not 20 seconds, but it is a pain in the ass. Every single battle you get to, like, you go to a black screen... And nothing and happens, sits. and you sit there for a few seconds, and then it goes into it. And then yeah. if you have to go in, like pause and go into your inventory, it's the same thing on pausing the game to, to get into really? your inventory. Yes, it, oh it is. God. Like I've had times where like I just like don't even fucking worry about changing out like my gear because I don't want. <laughs> like you get a new piece of equipment, and you're like, it's like, only fuck. one piece. I'll <laughs> yeah. I'll put it on later when I have like five pieces to change out. Literally, that's what I've done. It's pretty bad. So in cases well, like that, yeah, I can see. Yeah. Remakes are terrible in that situation. And then there are some where they like change the graphics, like the well, this one doesn't change just the graphics, but there was the uh, iPhone version of Final Fantasy VI, or was it the it was, Android version? It was both. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. One came out before the other one, though. Yeah. I think. Um. Whatever. Those versions are – I'm not a big fan of graphical changes where it completely changes the aesthetic of it. Yeah. Uh, I didn't mind the big update for Final Fantasy One on the GBA. I thought that I, – I actually liked that remake. But a lot of the Final Fantasy Six remake stuff is terrible. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, the Final Fantasy Four remakes, I'm not a fan of that new art style either. I like the old Final Fantasy Four art style way, way more than the new stuff. The problem with a lot of those is, like, the original art, like, they paid a lot of attention to and, like, kind of gave it a lot of, like, like, they gave it a lot of love, sort of, you know, and, like, really made it an art style. And in some of those, like, like particularly Final Fantasy VI, it's like they dropped in clip art, basically. Yeah. It's like, oh, the, it's like, because it's, like, higher definition. Like, if it was not sloppily done, like, how many of us want a Final Fantasy VII HD remake? With, yeah, no kidding. Is, if we get that, it's going to be a sloppy, slapdash, shitty job. They're not going to put it And we're going to have voice actors, and I'm scared because of the bad oh, voice God, actors. Are bad. Had, like, oh, no. I don't know oh, if they no, have no. voice acting. I think they would. Uh, it depends on how far they wanted to go. I yeah. can see them doing it. I, I would be okay if they don't do a remake, to be honest, at this point. There, there are very few games that I would actually want remade, like, fully anymore, just because... They hold good places in my heart, and I feel like if they yeah. try to redo them, look what happens. Look what happens when they try and remake games. Ugh. I uh, I wanted a remake of it for a long time. There was a while back. Uh, I want to try and make this a short story because we're already going way long. Yeah, but I tried to play Final Fantasy VII a couple years back now, and I got maybe an hour into it, and I was like, these graphics 
are actually physically hurting me right now. They're taking a baseball bat <laughs> and cracking me right in the face. Uh, and then I went back to replay it uh, this year for my January RPG month on my stream, and it didn't bother me at all. I actually went through the effort of... I get over it. Yeah, it doesn't bother me at all, actually. Yeah, it doesn't bother me at all. But I actually went through the effort of making... I went. There's a big mod community for the PC release of Final Fantasy VII. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dates. Did you do the updates? Okay, yeah. I tried. And there was, like, just the process of downloading everything took days, and then installing all of it took hours, I think. If you need, if you want to do it again, dude, like, there's some really cool mods you can do if you ever, like, I did a hard mode for it, and it was really fun. That stuff is different than the graphical updates I'm talking about. Like, the thing is, there was one graphical update, like, there was two different graphical updates that came together, and they caused a graphical glitch where, like, some of the text in battle was uh, sliding off the screen instead of being all centered where it should be. (laughs) And I was like, this is a waste of my time. I'm just going to play the base game. And I did not mind it whatsoever. (laughs) That's awesome. Cool. So I think our consensus is it doesn't bother us to not play it on the original consoles. We just don't like it yeah. when the game itself gets fucked with. Yes. Um, so wrapping up his email, uh, he says, I understand some of these games could be fairly expensive, but it adds to the experience. Uh, I can appreciate what Sony has done with the PS1 classics, but it still just is not the same. The only cool thing I can really enjoy about it is getting to play PS1 games while pooping on my PS1. Dude, isn't that the best? VR. Holy shit. Um... <laughs> So I don't know why he play, why he poops on his PSP and Vita, but that's apparently what he does. You don't poop? I get Everybody it. poops, Robert. I don't poop onto a PSP. Why not? Uh, that doesn't seem like a very efficient Projecting. thing. Cost efficient? No. Nope. <laughs> nope. Whole <laughs> lot of nope. It's like Alana. <laughs> nope. Of course. Okay. So what he's trying to say while pooping while playing. On my PSP or Vita, of course. Uh, I hope to hear back from you guys, Walter. P.S. Just for fun, in no particular order, my top three favorites. Final Fantasy VII, Shining Force, Legend of Dragoon. Ooh, I love Legend of Dragoon. Top Damn, that's a game I haven't heard in a while. Like, that's a love or hate kind of game, and I just... It's very slow-paced. It is like Final Fantasy Tactics slowed down. <laughs> well, like, it wasn't even that... Um... It just didn't do anything to grab me, I guess. I love that. It was so creative. Like, there are very few games that have done that same battle style. Yeah. It, I only got maybe an hour into it. It wasn't even the pacing. It was just I was bored, and it didn't have it's, anything. It's like Final Fantasy Tactics, Robert, but every time you get in a fight, it turns into a Final Fantasy VII battle. Yeah. Really? Think about that. Yeah. It's, uh, it's like fucking Final wow. Fantasy Exception. That's kind of weird. Um, and then he says, wrapping it up, Top three that I hate that everyone else liked. Majora's Mask. (laughs) Resident Evil, in parentheses, the whole franchise. (laughs) Oh, really? It has a couple of good games. I can see a lot of people... Code Veronica, I like Code Veronica a lot. I can understand not liking the tank controls. They they do bother me sometimes. Yeah, I I think I feel the same way as you, Blake. And then Castlevania, the whole franchise. Wow! Blake, there's your heart ripped out. Oh, damn, there's the knife in my back, you son. You did it. <laughs> Literally the last, last four words of the yeah. entire email. <laughs> he did it. It's funny. Way to get in there. He snuck in. He thought he, he got in. He he was like solid snake sneaking through anything, and then he just turned around and stabbed him. Shut up, Robert. Solid he was like shut up. Making people laugh and then <laughs> sucking. 
Well, that's it. That's it for our emails. Do we want to do happy endings this week? I don't know if we have time. I don't know. (laughs) I actually have one. All right, okay, you're going. Well, then we have to. What? No, okay, I changed my mind. I don't have one. No, you have one. You do. We're doing it. Go. Go. All right, well, um, starting... Uh, Lisa's playing Star Ocean 2, which is really cool. I really, like, it's weird. Lisa doesn't, like, my girlfriend doesn't normally like JRPGs. And it was really, she was like, oh yeah, what kind of games do you play for, like, Super Nintendo? And I told her, and she's like, well, I'll try Star Ocean. And she played it, and she got stuck because she didn't play the game correctly. Like, she didn't get enough characters. And so she's actually playing it over again, and she's already, like, halfway through it. And, like, I'm just, like, really happy. Um, other than that, my other one is shout out to Hearthstone. Playing Hearthstone a lot and really enjoying it, and the new expansion ever comes out in like two weeks, I think. Are you almost? As, are you going to be able to get to where you can beat me at some point? I can kick the shit out of you now. I will drown you. Are you kidding me? Uh, yeah, I've got a joke. I just made yeah. up. Uh, your Here. girlfriend doesn't like JRPGs. She only likes JRPGs. Yeah. See what you did there. That was a good joke. Um. Wow. I I was gonna talk about Stanley Parable, but fuck it. <laughs> like Um, I don't know, I don't really have a big one. I guess Dynasty Warriors eight. Ooh, I'm excited for that, dude. It's so fun. I'm so I glad. love those games. They're so yeah. bad. I, they're do. Not I don't bad, even but... care that it's oh it's just button meshing. Fuck yeah. off. That's it's fun. So are, more, oh, so are all video games. <laughs> hey, that's kind of thing, I mean Whatever, I don't care. I have 26 yeah. hours onto it right now. I finished Way's storyline. Go Way! Shoe sucks. I hate Shoe. Um, um, it's fun. I it's got a lot more content than I was expecting because it took me about 15 hours of playtime just to finish the Way storyline. I will just say that uh, the Stanley Parable was actually a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Okay. I'm glad. I like how sad you were about that. <laughs> I'm not I sad. Just, you were so solemn, like, oh, I, I guess it's better than I expected. It was one of those things where, like, people, I feel like all the great, all the reasons people said it was so good, like, weren't actually, there are not actually the things that make the game good. Hmm. Like and what? Uh, like, it's so funny, like, it's so meta, like, the guy says all this stuff and it's just like nonstop, it's like laughs. It's like nonstop laughs. Nonstop laughs. He's like an advertisement. <laughs> I know. That's and like that's not at all what my experience has been with it. I mean, it's yeah, there are some funny parts, but that's it's not it. It's not. It's right. it's really good, but that's not why. Um. Uh. No, I'm sorry. We do have one more thing that we got to take care of before we call oh, it quits. Oh, our next top three. Our next top three, and I've got an awesome idea. Where's your special surprise for me, by the way? It was the Dungeon Keeper news. Oh my god, that's your surprise for me? God damn it. It's my Happy Robert. birthday. It's my special it's sauce. It's October. Special sauce yeah, well, surprise. He gave it early. So, what's our next top three, Robert Alright, next top three is a top ten. What? Oh, what? And it's gonna be the focus of our entire episode next time. We can still talk about games, but... So you know, like other podcasts and like video game websites and stuff, um, at the end of the year... They will have their, like, top tens. Like, these are the best games that came out this year, right? Sure. It's not oh, fair man. that we can't do that. And so, while everybody else is doing that in, like, December, we're going to... Uh, do it in July. Christmas in July. Shit. Christmas in July. We're making it our... We're making this our month. And what we're going to do is top 
ten or uh maybe we need to do top three because the top ten will be hard. We'll figure <laughs> out we'll figure out how many later. So it'll be a top number of of uh games that came out twenty five years ago. Twenty five years ago. What? So 19- I think we could do a top five. A top ten might be kind of hard. Let's do let's let's do top five. If we can do top ten, we'll do it. But let's aim for okay. Top yeah. Five games that came out in nineteen eighty nine. Nineteen eighty nine. Wow. So we're gonna do top five games that came out in nineteen eighty five. Holy shit. No. Nine eighty nine. Get it. Get it. to throw more numbers. All right. All right. I fucking whatever. Man. All right. So nineteen eighty nine. I can do that. Yeah. So it's gonna be like our version of like the year's best games episode. Okay. Why'd you pick 1989, just out of curiosity? Uh, because 25, 25 seemed like a good number. Yeah. yeah, 25 seemed like a good number, and it that's was 25 a, that's, or 20. And that's a pretty good time to start. Before that, it starts getting a little bit tougher. I feel like uh, 1990. Yeah. Has like <laughs> earlier is going to be difficult. Yeah. Anything later is 89 is probably still going to be a little hard. Might be a little bit hard. Yeah. But 1990. Well, I'm not even going to worry about talking about it because we're like. This is, we're on four-hour mark right now. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's what we're doing. This is like the Lord of the Rings of podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I like how funny that was to Robert. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was, like, probably the funniest thing Robert's ever heard in his entire fucking life. <laughs> this just in, Robert Ring was born today. <laughs> Oh my god, I can't handle this anymore. We gotta finish. Alright. Snap it off. Snap it off. Snap it off. Is that, is that Hollywood? Is that what they say in Hollywood? Snap, it, snap off? it off. like when you're taking a shit and you're taking too long, somebody will knock on the door and say, snap it off. Oh, I've never heard that. That must be an Arizona thing. It's an Arizona thing. You know, badasses all around. Um, alright. I think Lame. that's it. Alright, we're done. Well, follow us on Classic Gamescast. Visit us at classicgaming.com. Visit our, go to our iTunes page. Leave us five star reviews. Mail us at mail at classicgamingpodcast.com. Keep them coming. We had some awesome ones this time. Those were kick-ass. That was a lot of fun. They were kick-ass. We might have to, like, shorten other parts of the cast so we actually don't read email for an hour. Yeah, but we'll, but <laughs> we'll have – yeah, we might have to do we'll that. We'll find we'll, a way we'll, to make it we'll work. We'll find a way to make it happen because we like emails. Uh, That's it. <laughs> what is that outro? That's it. Done. <laughs> All right, thank you for listening, everybody. You guys are wonderful people. Yeah, you are. Until Hopefully. next time, have a good one and keep listening. And keep playing those old retro games. And work backwards down the episodes instead of upwards. <laughs> and then just once you hit, like, episode six, just stop. Just, just stop. Don't go any farther than that. See ya. <laughs>